Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of December 25th. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filter Cord. Filter Cord! Yeah! What's going on, man? Not a lot. Um, yeah. For some reason, I got, like, super back into uh, Civilization VI. Yeah, you've been doing uh, that for... Yeah. I think you mentioned it last week. And you that you yeah. were getting out, in on it. I don't... I, yeah, I got, like, sucked right back in fully. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a very hard suck. So... Tough suck. Um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of tough sucks. Sometimes and, it's just uh, what you need. Well, I also suck at it, so that's been interesting. <laughs> so it's a <laughs> so double tough where suck. It's like, uh, why am I double tough sucking myself over it's here? It's a tug and a suck. So, damn, that would have been a really good episode name. <laughs> a tug and a suck. Hold on. Hold on. I need to go back. Let's Okay, Hold we're on. restarting the whole podcast. <laughs> Uh, that's good, but uh, that might be a new podcast, maybe. Yeah, but uh, it's on different. Yeah, so I, don't worry about I've it. I've been doing a lot of that, and then, um, man, really busy couple of weeks at work. So uh, basically, mm-hmm. I'm like coming home, zoning out to uh, a little bit of Civ. Um, I did not beat Wolfenstein, so that's been really tough. Uh, just like I have this three hour podcast that's a Wolfenstein spoiler cast that I've been trying to listen to. Mm-hmm. And I just I got to a certain point I got like an hour in and I just can't continue. And I'm like I'm only a third of the way through this game. It's rough. Oof. So I gotta I gotta I'm not gonna spoil myself on it because I know it's it's really good. Right. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, um, yeah, you know we've been playing a little bit of stuff online, a little bit of Battlefront. Um, but what else have you been up to? Yeah, you know I played a little bit of uh, like like you said, been hanging out with you guys playing some Battlefront. We also jumped in and played some. Um, Monster Hunter, they Monster Hunter World had a second beta that came up. Um, we've still been meaning to get together with uh, Grim and talk about our thoughts on that. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, maybe we can do that here uh, in the near future, uh, definitely oh, before it comes out. Um, but uh, yeah, the second time we ran through Monster Hunter, it was myself, Pasty Pasta Man, Grim, and Kesaria, and uh, yeah, you know, we were just trying to, you know figure out how things work and actually pasty ended up playing with this uh i was like i think it's called the spike hammer and it's it's kind of an instrument it's basically he's the bard of the group um so you know he he can attack but and the attack's high but it's so slow and he attacks in succession in a certain order and Mm -hmm. then he sets the hammer down and it has almost like a almost like a tuba feel to it. Mm-hmm. It makes this really deep bellowy sound. Um, and uh, yeah, he plays a song and it buffs the entire party. That's really cool. So it, it was a surprising thing that I didn't see in the first, Yeah, you know, the first round of like us playing it. Um, really good. We had, we had a good time. Um, so that was, that was fun. Um, I've also, I also jumped into um, Technomancer. I picked that up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a stream of that going that I pro- I'll probably get back to later tonight. And, uh, I went through the entire Friday the 13th, uh, virtual cabin and did a pretty big write up for it. But, uh, you know, we'll check that out a little bit later in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty much what I've been up to. You know, okay. oh, I also, uh, stuff. yeah, I also played uh, tiny metal. Oh yeah. yeah. So that's really good. That? It's, it's pretty much exactly what you want. Good. good. You, you got that on the switch, right? Uh, I got it on the Switch. I think it's available for PC and PS4 as well. Yeah, I'm not sure. it is. Yeah, the Switch is the ideal place to get it. I think. Yep. It's, I mean, portable. 
when you I, want to, you can blow up a big fight on the big screen. I mean, I I might, I uh, man, I might pull the trigger on that uh, yeah. right after Christmas. You know, as you know, one of the pre- one of the things that we got is you know everyone in um, almost actually side of the her mom's side of the family are all going on a cruise, and mm-hmm. uh, so we're going on that. So stranded at sea uh, for a while. Yeah, that sounds, that, that, that sounds good. That could be that could be the ideal time to get into that yeah. and play it. So, yeah, that'd be good. cool. Well, this is being one of our. I, I think we'll probably do one next week. I imagine we'll do a podcast next week. Um, mm-hmm. It depends on really content. So this possibly being one of two of our final podcasts of 2017. We wanted mm-hmm. to do uh, a year in review slash game of the year for us here at MGI, right. and. Uh, so we've we've got a list of our top games of the year as well, games that we've enjoyed together, honorable mentions, um, games that friends worked on, as well as looking into next year on what we have to look forward to. And then, of course, we'll have our weekly stuff. Um, and most mm-hmm. of our honorable mentions, um, you know, we basically just chose one from each of us, uh, aside,ing you know, aside from Kesaria, she didn't uh, she didn't really have one. Uh, mm-hmm. she's like, I liked a lot of stuff and a lot of the stuff that she liked, I think it kind of came down to, um, you know, things, it's more the setting that we play it in rather than the game itself. Okay. That's interesting. So, so like us all playing together as a group. Right. So, you know, it, I guess the game, it matters, but it's kind of this afterthought. It's, yeah, it's as long how, as it's like it's how we make the game playable. Fun. Like, yeah. I think up there probably would have been Killing Floor 2. Mm-hmm. Because we had a lot of fun in Killing Floor 2. Yeah, we did. As a big group. So, um, but yeah. So, we will uh, get into that. But first, as always, if you guys get the chance, head on over to Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check out all of our top news and video game stuff. Uh, a lot of good stuff going on over there. You always get a, an early look at the PlayStation Plus lineup. Um, mm-hmm. We did some daily freebies that uh, were, as now of recording the podcast, were missed out on. But that kind of stuff goes on um, every single time I see it and more. So go uh, tag that like button over there and, uh, you know, chat with us about video games. That's basically the whole For point sure. of, the, of, the, of the thing. Uh, as well, follow yeah. us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live, do stuff like this. Um, when we play, uh, like, our pen and paper game, when we pretty much do anything even like polls and more so uh that's just a good way to stay in the know on what we've got going on mm-hmm. cool so we will jump into just our games uh, game of the year first um and we're going to kind of do a uh like 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 a reverse ordered list not and they're not in any specific order we'll just announce our game of the year last uh last for both of us um okay. So, first up, we'll just start with mine. Um, one that was on mine was Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, you, I, I don't know if you agree with it not being on the list, but I know you disagree with it ending up getting Game of the Year. Yes. Um, but I do agree it should be on the list for yeah. Game of the Year. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I can definitely see it. Um, just because of what it was and the impact it had on the industry and everything. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that it pretty much single-handedly sold the Switch. 
Yeah, it, it really did. Um, yeah. I mean, after people were done with that, people were like, well, what do I do now? Um, but I think that post part to what do I do now was really good because mm-hmm. it gave those people, it forced them to go, oh, I don't have a big AAA game, which was something that used to happen to us when we were when I was younger. It used to be, okay, I have this really cool game. Okay, that was fun. Now what else What else can I do? Um, right. You know, like, I, I don't have, there wasn't a, like a Legend of Zelda and then a Mario and then a Donkey Kong and then a Ninja Turtles. Like, they all mm-hmm. didn't come out month after month after month after month. It was, there was a space. You would play a game like this, like, for two years. Right. It, it would be a long time. Um, so... That was really cool, and it got people interested in other things like Snake Pass, Snipperclips, and more, um, which was Just cool. because they had so, to be. Yeah, and I think a lot of that had to do with... A lot of the Switch had to do with this game specifically. Like, if yeah. this game wasn't on there, people wouldn't have bought the Switch, and then they wouldn't have been forced to look elsewhere. So this game almost like inadvertently caused a lot of like, indie... Uh, right. Like, people looking at indie games. So that that's mm. pretty rad, um, but yeah, like impact, like just personally, I had just a ton of fun. Uh, the one thing that that makes it not game of the year for me was how they handled the end game. Um, mm-hmm. It just kind of bummed me out. It, it was like, okay, well, you're done. Uh, now reload your last checkpoint. Yeah. And I, I can't. I kind of hate games that do that. Like they, yeah. you, you did, you've done this thing, and you can't just. Okay, I'm done now. You can look at you can step back and look at the thing you've painted. Instead of doing that, right. you have to you know, you, you have to just reload and now you look off in the distance on what you just just beat, but now it's all of that's undone. Mhm. So, a little bit of a bummer, but yeah. I uh, it a lot of it's forgiven because of how how big it was, how much fun I had, and its art style being just fucking amazing mm-hmm. i'm such a fan of the just the art like just st- like stepping back and looking at out into the world or an mm-hmm. up close conversation between characters it's like it wins for me yeah it did a great it did a great job on that for sure yeah definitely um so yeah that's uh that's definitely one of my it, it would definitely definitely be up for nomination for me mm-hmm all right, so yeah, um, something that actually, you know, uh, it's kind of tough. Like, um, well, I'll just say what it is before I talk too much about it. But uh, yeah, one of my tops, uh, Middle Earth: Shadow of War. Um, I was definitely anticipating this being one of my favorite games. Um, so you know, did not come as a surprise in any way. Right. But um, you kind of announced was, it. You kind of announced yeah, it well before. You're like, this is going to be my game of the year, no matter what. And uh, I was wrong. It's, um, you know, not super shocking because usually making a claim like that, you're kind of setting yourself up to lose. <laughs> but uh, right. it, it, uh, it, I think that the problems that they chose to solve for were not the correct things to change from the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It, it, in a lot of ways, they kind of moved down like a sort of dangerous path and they really pushed... The uh, they were they were one of the first games to come out that had the um, the uh, unlockable uh, right. like microtransaction loot box thing. 
Right. They um, kind of paved that way, um, even though it wasn't impactful. Right. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't as much of a big deal in this game, but it was the first game to really receive like a big bunch of shit for it. I think. So, mm-hmm. um, certainly not great in that regard. And then, uh, with having played this one's not on my list, but having played um, Assassin's Creed, uh, if they would have just put those two games together, it would have been like my game of the year. For sure. But. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I, the the Nemesis system continues to be amazing. The minion system was really good. Um, it just it it didn't develop in some of the ways I was hoping it would, and some of the ways they were showing off that it would. Right. So uh, that's why it's not my top spot. But okay. definitely a game I really enjoyed, and I'm going to continue playing it. And historically, yeah. I usually play these games through like two or three times. <laughs> so yeah, which is actually a little rare for you. With you know, right? Game wise, usually you play something for you know, uh, dec- like under 10 hours and then you're like, yeah, I've had yeah. enough of that and I get it and it's awesome. Right. Yeah, usually <laughs> I get through the tutorial and the first couple missions. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, pushing uh, pushing forward, um, I guess my next, and like I said, these are not in really any specific order aside <laughs> from the last game we'll talk about. Um, right. But my next, another Switch title, uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Um, man, this game was just... It was just so fun to get into. I, I don't know... <clears throat> I don't know if there was another single-handedly just... Like, pure joy moment. Mm-hmm. Than, getting, than getting into New Donk City. And using your hat to possess shit. <laughs> like... That's cool. It was, it was really cool. And then... <clears throat> there's a point where you have a parade and mm-hmm. you have to play through like a 2d style of Mario running through this, the city of the new donk city. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's really cool. All while that, uh, that, that familiar tune for the launch of the game was mm-hmm. being sung and played in the background by a band that you had to assemble. Um, that's cool. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. And, it's like she's like you single-handedly saved the parade. Now you're kind of the, um, like the, the savior the of the city, and uh, you know savior of okay. the you know this year's parade. So we want you to be, like, featured kind of. Um, That's really cool. Yeah, it's it's so good. The going from level to level, seeing the different uh, environments, um, mm-hmm. and all the stuff you can do. The environments are they're 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 big. They're not massive, mm-hmm. but they're big. But there's so much to do in each environment. And, man, it's like you can't do it all at once. You'll get there and you'll do a bunch of stuff. And then it's like, okay, well, it's time to move on. And then at some point you get to come back. Mm-hmm. And it, it gives you a reason to play, like, more, I guess. Like, right. it's not necessarily like I'm just, you know, going to you know finish the game and play again. But... <clears throat> yeah, it's just it's giving you enough to do, and I'm excited to see what they do with this uh, this game in uh, in 2018. Uh, I mm-hmm. think we'll see. Um, I think we'll probably see some extra missions, and I'm hoping uh, we see some Luigi in there. Mm. Yeah, that'd be cool. There needs to be some Luigi. I don't know why, but there's nothing going on. Cool. Uh, yeah, that was uh, Super Mario Odyssey. We'll move on to your. Uh, 
next one okay. going up your list. Up, yes. right up your list. Go, please put it up my list. Uh, Tacoma. So that was from um, the company that had brought us uh, Gone Home. It's their long-anticipated follow-up. Um, yeah, Tacoma was a, it was a really cool game. It's a, not really a walking simulator, more like a hover simulator, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of uh, like a listening simulator. Yeah, yeah. Because you're, you're going around and basically you're finding um, these kind of VR recordings, or I guess AR would be the proper term. Right. of uh what had happened in the spot and you're um investigating basically you're sent by the the company that owns the station to retrieve the ai because they think there was a major ai issue and that's who the little uh floating triangular eye is mm-hmm. um so yeah it was uh it was really interesting it told a cool story i think it was laid out extremely well the level design is great um just like gone home you get a really good sense of who these people are and you learn a lot of uh, you know, interesting backstory and uh, the world building is really good. I mean, all around, I just I loved it. I think one of my favorite things is just being able to see the skeleton of the character inside mm-hmm. of the the character model. Um, right. That, it's just funny to me because that's the kind of stuff you see while you're making the game. Well, that's how it really and works. They just yeah. left it in there. Um, yeah. So that's that's really fun. Yeah, that game looked great. I definitely understand why it's. Uh, why it's up there for you mm-hmm. so yeah it was really fun i mean relatively quick <clears throat> but uh how, yeah, how long was it? it it was like it, a couple hours yeah. two or three hours okay i mean that's that's you know it's not definitely like a longevity game but right you know sometimes you don't need that sometimes the story you know as long as you're getting <laughs> if as long as it can be uh something within that time i mean that's that's all you need Right, and it, it reminds me a lot of um, like Firewatch was one of my favorite games last year. Uh, that just that like the experience, like it's uh, basically the you know a little longer than a movie, and it's just a really heavy, uh, you know, something that kind of like you, leaves you thinking about it when you right, uh, right move on to your next game or whatever. Cool. All right, and that was Tacoma. Uh, next up for me was. Actually, Friday the 13th. Had a lot of fun playing this game. We're going to talk a bit more about it. I thought I'd put in the footage of playing against uh, Greg Miller because that was a ridiculous highlight from this year. Uh, That's really cool. Yeah. Um, it, 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 the original game, like, I've been interested in this game since... Uh, <clears throat> I've been following it since their Kickstarter. Um and it's it it has this it has this feel, you know. It has this like, you know, you're looking around, you're trying to figure things out, you're teaming up with people. Yet again, you want to stay away from people because mm-hmm. they tend to, uh, you know, fuck up and call people to your position. And, everybody uh, murdered. Yeah, so it, it's it's really weird. You have they have this like thing where it's like I want to be by myself, yet I want to be near people just in case Jason shows up. Mm-hmm. You know, you can pull the attention away from yourself by getting close to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, and then once more they did, um, they had a virtual cabin set up on PC, and they just brought the virtual cabin 2.0 to PlayStation 4, which was really good. A whole different experience that I'll get into a little bit later. 
But, uh, yeah, I mean, everyone that I played this with, we always had a good time. Um, and you're basically watching the ass end of, uh, on the live stream, you know, it's, this is kind of how, uh, I tackled escaping from Greg Miller and it was like being really stealthy. So I wasn't making any noise and just creeping Mm -hmm. my way toward the cops that I called. Um, so it's like just trying to get out of there. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and I just jumped back to us trying to fix, uh, fix the car, but yeah, it's, um, I mean, there were a lot of balancing issues and a lot of bugs, obvious for obvious reasons. It's why it wouldn't be my game of the year. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, the fun that was had while playing the game, uh, the gameplay, and still some of the mysteries that the game holds. Um, I mean, I've still never defeated Jason. And you can end the game by defeating Jason. That's really cool. So, yeah, it, it's, um, you know, maybe we'll see that in the future. Right. So. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, next game on my list. Uh, this is one that I spent a lot of time with and just a lot of, like, brain interest. Right. Um, Total War Warhammer 2. Uh, so, I didn't get into Total War Warhammer 1 until this year. So, I spent, you know, the early half of the year playing that. And then when Total War Warhammer 2 came out, I grabbed that pretty much on uh, release and played through a good chunk. I played through, like, the campaigns are, like, incredibly long in these games. So I've played through, like, half of a couple campaigns just to, like, get flavor of different units and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I thought the uh, the new map was really interesting. It's, like, uh, island nations. So there's, like, several really large islands near each other. And you're fighting for uh, control from pretty much all of the uh, four major races at all times are in conflict just because of the tight quarters of the game. Um so yeah, there's actually a little bit of news about this we'll, we'll hit uh, later on toward the end of the podcast. But um, it was uh, it, it also includes the uh, multi-continent spanning um, where they combine a campaign from all the races in the first game and the second game. Mm-hmm. So I haven't tried that because, like I said, the, even the regular campaigns are huge. So I can't even imagine how long that takes to play through. But um, it's a really good strategic war game. It's got really good visual spectacle in the battles. Um I definitely recommend it. Like, I got into um, kind of the grand strategy games from Paradox this year as well. And uh, these Total War games are just a lot more uh, palatable. They're easier to get into. Um, They're graphically a lot more interesting. Like, the Paradox games, you're looking at a map. And there's, like, little units, like, almost, like, slightly more detailed chess pieces laying around. And that's the whole game. And you never get any other screens. Everything else is text. So, um... I definitely, um, like, these these Total War games are a lot more interesting. And, you know, this one's got a lot more fantasy elements to it, so that makes it a lot cooler. And okay. it's Warhammer, so nothing wrong with that, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we talked about this a bit. It looks, um, I mean, mm. just from everything I've seen, it looks like it'd be really, uh, really fun. Right. So, for sure. I get that. Uh, up next is, uh, for me, The Surge. Um, I played this a lot, and this game is, um, it, it's, it's a Dark Souls-style game, um, mm-hmm. but it has, man, it has this this different feel about it. It's, it's more punishing than, I, I, I guess I shouldn't say it's more punishing than Dark Souls, because I can kind of run through, but... Man, when it gets you, it gets you. Mm-hmm. 
and you're just like, there's nothing you can do about it. Um, if you haven't checked out the Surge, it's basically um, like an industrial Dark Souls, where you're wearing, it's like a future industrial where you're wearing like uh, mech armor, um, mm-hmm. you have an exosuit on, and you can basically augment the different parts of this exosuit that was literally bolted to your character uh, cool. up at the start of the game. Um, yeah. And, you know, it, I, I guess he, he had his reasons for, um, you know, wanting to do this. And uh, the major reason was when you start the game, your character uh, is paralyzed from the waist down. Hmm. And you start in a wheelchair, you control him in the wheelchair moving around. What is this, uh, Wolfenstein too? Yeah. Oh, they did that Wolfenstein as well? Yeah. Nice. But, yeah, um, fantastic game with, uh, you know, a lot of different, like, twists and turns. The bosses are sometimes insanely huge and powerful. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, you figure out the worst thing about the game are the people that are controlling and setting things in motion. Uh, yeah. You know, the squishy people that you could kill with one punch. Mm. Um, so, yeah, great game. They have a great community over at Deck 13. Actually, while I was streaming it, I had their community manager pop into my stream, and mm-hmm. I talked with him a bit about the game. He was actually giving me hints on how That's how cool. to do things, so it was really cool. Uh, I basically cool. made a friend out of it. Uh, so, yeah. good stuff. Um, yeah, go check out The Surge if you're into like soul style mm-hmm. games and you know you're looking for something yeah i remember when it was when it was coming out before it released it was kind of like looking at it was like oh okay it's like another dark souls like okay i kind of get it and it, it looked pretty rough it kind of reminded me of uh, isn't it the same studio that did the lords of the fallen or are they working on something else uh the surge is i know it's focus home um, yeah that's the publisher that's pr- publisher yeah uh it is Deck 13. They're in Germany. Yeah, Lords of the Fallen. Okay. okay. Yeah, so like... I thought Lords it was, but I wanted was, to make sure. Yeah. Lords of the Fallen was not great. No. It was kind of a B-movie tier game, you know? And then it's like, when The Surge came out, I remember I was... Well, I mean, I was surprised, but you were you were kind of surprised with, like, it was a lot better than I think people were expecting. Uh, yeah, I mean, I played Lords of the Fallen, and, like, when it came out, like, almost immediately, and, um, and then later, I think it was on PlayStation Plus for free, uh, and, it, man, it, it did not pull me in, I don't know if it was the setting, I think the mm-hmm. setting helped this game a lot. Right. The difficulty, the setting, and, uh, yeah, and, and I think Deck 13 really listened to, uh, the stuff that you know, the feedback that they were mm-hmm. getting on their last game, and uh, and then they saw the opportunity with more of a soul style game. You know, we can make this art, and we can make this for a certain audience of people. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it definitely a win. It was, it was a big win for those guys. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see what they do uh, moving forward. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but we already know uh, Focus Home Interactive. They're Going forward, they're, they're making ass. every single game that you, you know, every, yeah. it's not even every game, it's like every, like, B game that you're interested kind of, in. Kind of, like, weird, like, yeah. not sure how good it's going to be games, yeah. Yeah, stuff that you didn't know that you wanted. Right. Yeah, Focus Home Interactive is really busting ass. Yeah, they're, they're making a lot, so. Awesome. That's, right. uh, so, that yeah. is my, um, um, 
Yeah, that is my... Yeah, now we're getting into um, not game of the year, but damn close. Runner-up. Yeah. Yep. So this, so my runner-up, uh, which I think a lot of people really like this game, and in, in fact, it was also the uh, runner-up in our poll. Right. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, I thought it was a really like graphically amazing. Um, it, it it had a, a pretty good story underneath it that you kind of have to dig through a little bit just because it, it takes so long to really get into the fully unlocked, like, you can just do whatever you want at this point part of the game. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, it's huge, a ton of content. I mean, there's so much to do. There's um, robots. There's cool people that are, like, spooky tribes people to kill. There's, like, there's so much going on in this game. Yeah, and, and it, it's beautiful. It is so gorgeous. And I, now I have it, you know, with the PS4 Pro, I can see it in 4K, and it's just, I mean, it's it's stunning. And yeah, that's exactly um, the reason I haven't played it yet. Is yeah, I, I, you know, as some of you know, I just got a PS4 Pro, so this thing is at the top of my list right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I mean, I definitely recommend it. I think there's a good way to get like the uh, Game of the Year version with the uh, Frozen Wilds DLC included, pretty cheap right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was an amazing game. Uh, overshadowed in a lot of ways by some other stuff to come out because this came out in like February and. Yeah, I think it was late February. And, uh, like, right on the cusp of uh, Legend of Zelda, which is a similar style of game. And actually kind of has similar themes in a lot of ways. Um, you know, kind of like the, the like, chosen one taking over. Like, trying to trying to go into a world where that's been taken over by, like, decay and shit. So, um, yeah, it's really interesting. The, the story's really cool. Um... All around, like, this is what I look for in, in large uh, action role-playing games. For sure. Yeah, I can't wait to <clears throat> I can't wait to jump into it. And, and mm-hmm. it has to be the only reason is just because the PS4 Pro. It's the only reason mm-hmm. it wouldn't make my list of uh, top games of the year. Even just from the outside, looking at it, um, mm-hmm. if you didn't put it in there as game of the year, I might have created a separate category. <laughs> that's like holy shit that's i like, must play this yeah that yeah. like games that games that i missed this year that i shouldn't have right cool uh and up next for me is south park uh south mm-hmm. park fractured but whole came out fantastic game um i mean it's not it's not groundbreaking it didn't you know break the mold when it was made but something about being in the universe having a character in the universe and Mm -hmm. uh you know the way that they treat you the way that they interact with each other and being able to explore the town that i've been watching for like close to 20 years now um it's it's definitely it's definitely a an awesome thing um man (laughs) so many characters like yeah even the little characters that they threw in there like kyle's cousin kyle Mm. Fantastic. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, it, it, what made it even better is, you know, just, I guess, you know, from the perspective of buying the game is, you know, you got the stick of truth with it as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely good. Um, just a ton of different, like, costume and power choices that you can browse through i mean at at one point you actually just get the ability to have all of the powers in you know 
the pool and you can just kind of mix and match. You know, I want this one mm-hmm. and this one and this one. Um, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, great game. Definitely not my game of the year, but I couldn't, uh, it, it was supposed to be my game of the year. Um, and if this had, man, I don't know if it came out last year, I don't know if that would have changed because it did mm-hmm. get pushed. Um, I don't right. know if last year this would have been my game of the year, but going into this year, I said this was going to be my game of the year. Mm-hmm. So, but it's not. So <laughs> that's that's that. Yeah, yeah. We were just talking about this before the show. Like, I don't know what it was, but for some reason, South Park just failed to capture me this year. Um, it might just be because of all the games that were going on. Like, yeah, there was a lot of stuff that well, was. A lot of RPGs, a lot of really lengthy games. So I, I didn't have a lot of extra time. What this to... came out like mid to late summer. Yeah. So, you know, moving forward, like if this had come out later, it might have captured you a bit more. Um, I don't know. I think if it came out earlier, it would have. Oh, you think so? I was going to say, if it of... came out later, maybe, you know, it kind of gives you, you get to, well, you might have just passed it up entirely if it had come mm. out later. That's likely. Um, well, yeah, because so many things were coming out. But if you had picked it up, and it mm-hmm. had been one of those games that you, you know, like went out of your way to play, um, mm. maybe it would have. But I don't know. Yeah, to say. I mean, I'm still. I, I have it. I'm right. definitely gonna be playing more of it. I got it was. I did the typical like classic move of got through the prologue, played the first couple missions, stopped playing. Right. So. And on uh, the flip side, I platinum the shit out of it. Right, like instantly. Yeah, I, I, this is the yeah. only thing I played and streamed for like, a like a week and a half, and it's not a long game. It, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's not, you know, like, like a forty or fifty hour game. It's, I mean, you can. Right. I think my second playthrough I got through in like, a couple hours. <laughs> I hauled ass through uh, because I knew what I was coon, doing. Like the coon super attack is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's good. Cool. All right. Yeah, so uh, we'll get down to my personal game of the year. And um, I don't know. I, I, this game got a lot of affection, and it got a, it won some stuff at the Game Awards and everything. Uh, it was kind of tough choosing my game of the year, but um, we can talk about that after. But, uh, yeah, my, my game of the year was uh, Hellblade. Um, I had a lot of PS4 exclusives, didn't I? You did. Um, yeah, so... Uh, Hellblade I mean, was, again, like, I, I like the shorter experiences. Um, Hellblade is an incredibly, like, focused game. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the whole point of the game. I mean, aside from, like, you know, they settled on this theme of, like, a character dealing with mental illness or whatever. Uh, which is, I mean, you know, I kind of just blew that off. But, I mean, it's vital to what the game is. But um, the thing that really stuck out to me was that they were like, okay, we can handle having five bosses. So, we're going to have five bosses. That's the game. There's, like, yeah. six enemies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, uh, other than those bosses, there's, like, six enemy body types. So, um, you know, there was, I don't know, maybe 20 in total environments or something. Uh, it, it was really interesting and um, graphically amazing again. I haven't seen this one in 4K yet, but, uh, you know, it doesn't really need it. I mean, this game would look good on a 240, like, round tube yeah. TV. Like... Uh, it's it was really good, and the the story it tells is uh, has a lot of twists and turns in it. The whole game, you're really questioning what's going on, and um, yeah, it's it, it's just really good. Uh, the one of the main criticisms criticisms of it was the combat, 
but I thought the combat was really good. Um, it was it was incredibly focused and uh, kind of like a slow game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it takes a while to learn your your uh, combos and combat and everything, and uh, very good. Yeah, like, all around, I think it, it really captured what it was going for, and it was just a very concise, complete game. Every moment felt like it was important and necessary. You couldn't have cut anything out. So yeah, they uh, just had the appropriate good. appropriate right. amount of game in there. Um, man, just groundbreaking technology mm-hmm. mixed with the perfect amount of story. Right. So it's not too you know it doesn't feel drawn out. It doesn't feel too short. Mm. Um, but then again, at the end, it probably left you wanting more. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, this being a game of the year, I, it, when, when I saw it, when we were writing it up, I was like, yeah, hands down. I mean, yeah. there's not a question about it. Um, I, I didn't, you know, there wasn't like a, oh, why did you pick that? Like it was, right. it was pretty cut and dry. Um, man. They did, they did some things with this game that might have changed the landscape of the next few years of gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I can't wait to see what their next decision decisions are for, right. uh, you know, something along this line. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I mean, it, it almost created, like, a new field for games. I mean, now we have this, like, kind of budget studio version of like the award-winning film or whatever you know what i mean like yeah uh, there hasn't really been that spot for games i think the last game to really do it was probably telltale's walking dead that was like oh this is like kind of a b studio that's sort of like had some licenses and some important stuff or whatever but then they all of a sudden they made this huge indie game yeah and uh there, there hasn't really been this level of triple a quality in indie uh frame i guess it's weird to even say that this is an indie game because it looks better than most triple a games yeah and i mean you know sony was super bought into it and everything but right and um, you know it's it's man it's just it's one of those things that they had they had the technology and they had the room by making the game small right so you know they they could do these things that were just like Graphically, graphically, the first thing to usually go when you're making mm-hmm. a game, if you have to cut something, like, right. okay, we'll just lower it to, you know, the bare, you know, not even the bare minimum, but, you know, for now, when we're getting it out the door, we'll slate it for, you know, 1080. We won't go 4K, mm-hmm. and we'll make sure that it looks good and everything can run properly. Um, right. And then from there, you know, we'll up it. And usually they just make their texture map 4K, and then they just scale them down. Um mm-hmm. So, you know, but they just had so much room and it it came out great. They, they took a risk on, uh, on a lead that had never done that before. Mm -hmm. So yeah, good on them. Good choice. Uh, I agree very much so. Cool. Well, my game of the year, um, was it's a little bit of it was a little bit of a surprise to me as I said South Park as my mm-hmm. runner up um, was slated to be my game of the year, um, but I, I I took a different route and uh, I enjoyed you know I beat my runner up Platinum Day and my game of the year I I completely you know 
played it as, as much as I could. Uh, enjoyed every second of it. That first playthrough um, kept me on the edge of the seat the whole time. Uh, but Resident Evil 7. Um, man. Just right out of the gate, you, you have a lot of questions. And then it's 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 so unsettling. And as you progress through the game, it gets less it gets less tense and but somehow it manages to keep its like grit that you felt at the beginning of being in this dirty house. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's crazy. Um, and the the newer stuff, they kind of played it off in a really interesting way. Um, like the the not a hero, you know, you play as Chris Redfield. Um, definitely didn't hit the same chord as the you know main game did for me. Uh, and that that's because it was very action focused. You know, you had all the things that you needed. You had all the ammo and the guns, and that's something that really adds to the uh, like appeal of mm-hmm. a horror game for me is having that like can I do this I don't think I can and knowing you're gonna you're gonna fail but then again you still have that you you don't know what's coming around the next corner um, like in the live stream we were watching uh, the part in the beginning or cl- closer to the beginning when you um, your character finds his uh, I think his fiance and <clears throat> and th- he finds her and then loses her and then he, mm-hmm. he looks around for her and you end up, you know, going through this place, find a dead end, cut, you know, turn back around. And she's basically like spider crawling up mm-hmm. this staircase, this dark ass staircase. And uh, she just attacks the shit out of you. It's like, where did that come from? <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was good. Got him. <laughs> Got him. But yeah, it's a uh... man. They, they they really they really did yeah. some good shit with this game. Um, it it harnessed what I a lot of the things that I really liked about um, the playable teaser for Silent Hills, um, mm-hmm. which you know I don't think there's ever any way that we can get to that point again. You know I, I don't think that we'll ever get that feeling that we got from playing PT. Mm-hmm. But this was damn good. So. Yeah. Um, that's why it was my game of the year. The sound was on, um, you know, the characters were great. That first playthrough was crazy and, and, and fun. It just, yeah, it was pretty much yeah. everything that I wanted in, uh, in a horror game in, in a genre that I feel was, um, uh, kind of just, it had a dim light after everything mm-hmm. that happened. So, yeah, yeah um, this, um, like, Normally, I can't really handle horror games super well. Right. Um, this is one that I, I kind of had to struggle through, but it's like, it, it's not really deniable. Like, the game's amazing. It was extremely well done. It's got some, you know, it took some risks, and that's kind of a theme of, I think, our games of the year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot about it that you can't really, like, say too much negative about. Resident Evil. I mean, they they nailed what they were going for, and I a lot of people I think agree that it kind of loses it towards the end. They kind of get back into their old ways a little too much. But yeah, at the um, end it started to get. Yeah. I mean, it's just I don't know if they got back into their old ways or if the horror had been removed from it, 
because you now know everything. Right. right. So, I mean, that, and that's kind of the thing. It's like... That's the sort first of inevitable, too. Yeah, it's like the first time you watch, like, Fight Club, your mind's blown. But the second time, right. you're just like, okay. The second time, you're like, ah, yes, a uh, one of the rare uh, triple Sorkin camera angle. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It starts getting weird once you once you get into it too much. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I put this up there for um, just one of, definitely my favorite game of the year. Um, mm -hmm. and one of the best games of the year. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I said, um, I do want to touch on that a little more. Both of our games of the year, and actually a lot of the games on the list, uh, were, were games that really took a lot of risks. Mm -hmm. And I think we're in an era of, like, a lot of game companies right now are kind of taking the easy, less risky, more, like, oh, okay, this is guaranteed to be a return on investment. Um, so we got the Call of Duties, we got the, and we're going to mention some other stuff that we, we really liked for the year, but you know, we've got the Battlefronts, we've got the, um, you know, all the sports games, of course, we <laughs> shit all over WWE like all year long. Yeah, that should um, be, I, I kind of want to make that a yearly thing. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, Here comes it's, it's really <laughs> cool to see companies take risks and sometimes the risks don't pay off. But really, it's more important that somebody's trying than it is that they're succeeding. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and in this case, people were trying some weird stuff and really nailing it. I mean, uh, The Surge was like, okay, our first game wasn't super loved, but we're going to try again because we know that we have something here. Um, you know, Tacoma was like, how do you make a follow-up to a game that is completely self-contained? Hellblade was obvious. Horizon, you know, we're a company that makes Killzone. Yeah. Let's see if we can make something else. And they nailed it. Um, I mean, know, so much uh, so that it's like, oh, hey. Friday the 13th was another one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Horizon, it was just like, even Kojima recognized their greatness. Like, right, right. And, you know, now moving forward, it's going to be, um, you know, them using, you know, the bare bones of the Decimate engine. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, the game that hopefully we'll see next year but you know not holding my breath 2026 is going to be the release date 2026 will be yeah we'll get death stranding and uh <laughs> like 2052 we'll understand it well yeah well the story will finally be fully revealed online on a yeah. reddit thread someone will be like oh <laughs> yeah that's funny yeah um yeah so we did want to uh so we're going to mention too there's a couple games that we uh you know we were talking earlier about uh you can get a lot out of a game just from having some good multiplayer experiences with it with your friends. Right before we get to that, I did want to run yeah. down. I, I, ch I chucked it in there. Um, our Twitter poll for Game of the Year. Right. Um, right. Our Twitter poll ended up being uh, four games. Horizon, Resident Evil, Hellblade, and uh, Legend of Zelda. Telling people, please chuck your reply of what game you think should be in there. We'll tally it all up. Uh, and Breath of the Wild ended up taking 45% of mm -hmm. uh, the votes, giving it giving it the win, uh, followed closely by uh, Horizon. So, not bad. It was a... Kind of, it, man, out of the list, it was kind of expected because that was the game that won the VGAs. So, Well, yeah, not only that, but like only being able to put four games on the list is like super limiting yeah 
And, you know, even though saying like, oh, we'll comment in what your what what else should be on the list or whatever, that's never going to get as much attention as the core poll. Yeah, so it, like, you know, someone just yeah. going, that's the one, and then just walking away rather yeah. than actually having to type something out. Or have to go through like 400 comments and read, you know, what, you know, at Total Dipshit said was their favorite game was, you know, whatever. Right. So, um, yeah. But, you know, kind of I think this was a big year for um, uh, kind of the action-adventure open-world stuff. Yeah. Um, there was a ton of open-world RPG action-adventure-style games. And um, all of them were, like, relatively good. Um, kind of, like, surprisingly good in the case of Horizon and Legend of Zelda both. Kind of did better than expected, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Like was, we said, uh, it kind of... It kind yeah. of um, grim. We had Grim over here saying, "Where's Peach Beach Splash?" And no yes, dang old right dirty, the... dirty ass grandpa. Yeah. Uh, in the trash. They did not. Going. They did not in the fucking trash. They did not make the cut. Um, no. It was close though, especially with that yeah. Peach Beach. Uh, we probably should have put it on here as a joke. That'd be funny. Yeah. Okay. Joke games of the year: Peach Beach Splash and WWE. In WWE. Two K eighteen. I really liked that uh, the game only made me want to kill myself a little. Yeah. Well, it successfully got me to kill myself. So I guess he's that's dead right now. From beyond the grave. Cool. Don't buy Japanese porn games. <laughs> Grim. <laughs> yeah, specifically for Grim. Okay, so here are some games that we both enjoyed. Uh, first off, I do want to say. Um, Mm-hmm. You know, for me, the game that we, the, the two games that, well, the one game that we played with the most people was definitely uh, Killing Floor Two. Um, yeah, that's, true. that's we, true. We had a lot of fun with that. We had basically a full party uh, mm-hmm. a few times when we played that one. That was really fun. Um, as well, Friday the Thirteenth definitely gets that honorable mention just because. Damn, you know, right. I mean, it like there was. There was probably about two months or more that I was doing Friday night, Friday the 13th, every Friday. Yeah. Uh, with, with Pasty and Pasty Bossman and Kesaria. And, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. It's, it's one of those things I wish more people would have gotten on board with it because it could have been, you know, I wish more of the people from MGI would have, you know, jumped on and grabbed that because it was, it, it was just ridiculous. Like, you just trying to break the game and you know the way that we played it was kind of like an honor system um but uh yeah those were two of them that were really big that didn't make the list but uh one of them that made the list uh was fortnite yep we had a good time with fortnite um some of the people that we usually play with you know jumped on a little bit later you and i specifically uh were probably some of the earliest people that ever got to play the game Mm-hmm. And I think that added to the appeal. Like we, it was almost for you and I. It was almost like special treatment. I felt like right. Um, yeah. Just because it was like you get the game cheap, you get a lot of cool free stuff because mm-hmm. you know you 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 played the game so pre-alpha. Um, but right. you know the game itself. You know you get to pick your you get to pick your class and you get to toy around and figure out with you figure out which class. You know, whatever you like doing. Mm-hmm. You know, do you like doing um, 
do you like doing building? Do you like doing attacking? Do you like exploring? Um, you know, or, you know, something in between. There's, um, you have all those classes. And then, you know, they keep making more, you know, things for that as it went on. Like, mm-hmm. it, it kept making, uh, you know, holiday stuff. Like, the Halloween stuff was really cool. Um, right. We jumped into that a bit later and had, had a good time with it. So, um, yeah, Fortnite is definitely, um, I don't think it, it was game of, it, any, anywhere close to a game of the year, but, right. um, it was a game we had a lot of fun with this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and one of the other games, uh, that we got really into doing a bunch of multiplayer on was, uh, actually Star Wars Battlefront 2. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it definitely had its share of controversy, and it's, also definitely got some problems yeah but, um I, I think that uh <laughs> our time playing was just so good that i like you can't really front on it too much right see i made the mistake of picking up pick, the, the gameplay that i used was coming from mm-hmm. grim and oh, yeah. he he has one of those um sand skimmers or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah and he jumps off of that really high point, off the, off that wall, and he slams uh, right into the bunker. Like, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Damn it, Grim. <laughs> Good funny. stuff. Um, but yeah, man, um, I, I had a lot more fun with this game. I came into this game really like skeptical, mm-hmm. just because. Yeah. I mean, what we were coming from compared to what mm-hmm. we were getting, you know, we had really didn't have. Uh, we really didn't have much of like an idea of how they were going to change it. We knew that it was going to be different, mm-hmm. but like, you know, how is it going to be different? And uh yeah, it was definitely this is definitely a step in the right direction. I you know, I think. Yeah. And uh man, the story really um really made me happy. Um even mm-hmm. though we found out some of the things that we thought were cool like fan theories, you know, aren't true. Um still cool. Still really cool. The characters were still really good. Um, Grim just tried to run me over on the battlefield and this mm-hmm. video we're watching on the live stream so that's funny I was wondering what you know I, I remember that moment so it's kind of cool seeing it from the other it's like that motherfucker who was that yeah. and it just because usually you see your teammates in green and uh, yeah. when you're in a vehicle it turns like yellow or something like a, like a gold name um, but yeah like the, the entirety of the experience um, and kind of a success story of we learn from our, you know, the, you know, the things that we've done wrong, not only mm-hmm. with the last game, but we tried to put, you know, they tried to put loot boxes in this game as like a mainstay and it, that, that would change gameplay. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they, they definitely learned from it and, like took them out like before the game came out so no one ever had the opportunity to ever buy loot boxes in the game and uh that was a smart move because not only is the game good Hmm. it you know it, it shows like actively oh yeah we're listening and we know you know that that was not a thing that should should be done no wasn't cool right so um yeah, I mean, I think, I think at this point, you know, people are complaining about it. It's like I said before, it's just complaining 
for the sake of complaining. Right. Because, you know, it's a good game. It's a fun game. Um, and, uh, yeah, if, if you are a Star Wars fan and you are interested, um, but you're just like, oh, man, loot boxes, blah, 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 uh, mm-hmm. give it a shot. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Right. Definitely, you will be, I feel like you'll be a lot more, uh, a lot happier with this over Destiny. Grim. Yes. <laughs> Cool. Uh, those were two of the just bigger games, and of course we had our uh, like honorable mentions of multiplayer games we enjoyed together for the year. Uh, mm-hmm. But we'll get into some honorable mentions coming from uh, us and other, you know, the other guys that don't do the podcast uh, in the MGI mm-hmm. community. Uh, first up, Grim, uh, who you can check out streaming almost daily. Uh, Twitch.tv backslash Grim Reaper Sage. Uh, his was uh, Elix. Um, he, mm-hmm. you know, he, he kind of came out with this saying that, you know, it, it was underrated. It does have a really deep story. Uh, a lot of the reviews just beat the dog shit out of this game. Um, I think IGN gave it a 4 out of 10. Uh, it, yeah. But if you read the comments, and it's the exact same way as Technomancer, you know, because I just picked that up, so. I know all about, you know, what the low rating is and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, the, the like the people praise it. Like Technomancer, they're like, why did this get a four out of ten when this has a fantastic story and is possibly one of the best RPGs of this year? It could be talked about as being one of the best RPGs. Um, and I think what really kills them is. Um, like, it's good to have gameplay that's limited, uh, mm-hmm. in the sense, like, we know Dark Souls has that gameplay where it's, like, it's timing and all this stuff, and this has, it, this has that. It has, you know, you have to know when to attack and when not to attack, but, um, it does, it feels just a bit, cl- like, more clunky. Uh-huh. So, um, but, you know, in, in Elix's case, you have, like, three or four different groups that you can, uh, that you can, like, be a part of. And they're all different. Like, some of them love technology and worship it. Some of them, um, they don't allow technology at all. So, uh, you know, not only are you going to get a different playthrough as your friend if they choose something, you know, different, um, mm. you know, there's a lot of different builds you can go through. There's no respecting. So, you know, it, it's, I really like that in a game. And that's what mm-hmm. draw. That's what really draws me to Felix is the fact that it has that old school mentality of, like you, like you'd hear your parents say, "Oh, what? you'd be like, oh yeah, well I just saved the game," and your parents are like, "Well yeah, we didn't have a save option back in the day." Hmm. It really reminds me of that. It's like, well, I really didn't have the luxury of being able to do you know this or that, and it, and and it's not a bad thing. It's it it makes the game entertaining. And very fun. Mm-hmm. So, I understand why he picked this for uh, Game of the Year. Or for, well, his honorable mention for Game of the Year. He couldn't really come up with a Game of the Year. Uh, I asked him, he's like, uh, well, Elix was really fun. And, um, you know, that was a good time. Hmm. And, I, but I understand, it was, it was very much, uh, you know, he just didn't, I, it's kind of hard. I, I, I do get it um, that he 
you know, like looking past what you already are, what what you're currently playing. That can be mm-hmm. rough sometimes. It's like, yeah. oh, what did I play? And that's what happens a lot at the game of the year. Oh, what did I play back in February? I don't yeah. know. So I'm February doesn't even feel like this year. Right. Yeah, that's kind of funny. And it is, I mean, this year especially it was hard because a lot of games I think this year were like 9 out of 10s. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't any. There wasn't a lot of stuff that just totally blew me away, you know? Right. Um, a lot of stuff was there just There were really a lot good. of good ones, but there weren't. Yeah, exactly. There wasn't that game that was, this was the best thing ever. Unless you had a, a, a vested interest in right. something. Like... Uh, Shadows of War was a lot better for you than it was probably for some people because you right. were already invested in it. Same with Resident Evil for me. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but nothing outstandingly. Oh my god, this is a ten out of ten. Right. So. Cool. Uh, up next comes uh, from the way of uh, Pasty Pasta Man, um, and that is Persona Five. Um, this mm-hmm. was also your honorable mention. But uh, yeah, he, he came up and uh, and this is what he said. Um, for me, I have to say Persona Five is my game of the year. Uh, Ninety three on Metacritic, more style than almost anything else released in the past several years combined. That's definitely true. Solid gameplay, huge length. My favorite RPG for the past decade, easily. Wow. So uh, and and that's saying wow. something. He's not. Um, mm. He's definitely an RPG guy. There's yeah. no, there's no way around that. Um, and I mean, I can't speak on this game because hmm. it's uh, I haven't played it. I, I've had poor experiences with Persona and Shinji Mikami games, so um, I don't know if you have any insight on why why he would pick this it's, um, more than yeah. It's it's uh like you like you said, it's it's super stylish. Um, the whole like conceit of the game is super interesting. Uh, I mean, it's, it's as you can see, if you watch more than like five seconds of it, it's like the most Japanese shit ever. Yeah. And, um, it's, uh, basically the conceit of the game is that you're going into people's mind to like, get rid of, uh, some kind of like, like one of the seven deadly sins or whatever that is like overriding their personality basically. And, um, you kind of get people to, agree that what they're doing is wrong and then they understand and like they usually confess mm-hmm. so like the first and i wouldn't say it's necessarily the prologue because this game doesn't really have it separated out like that but like the first big dungeon you're going into is a a teacher who is like molesting students at a high school and yeah. it's like at the same time he's like abusing so he's a coach so he's like going after these female students that he's coaching and then simultaneously the male students he's like essentially torturing them. So he's like his whole thing is lust. Like he wants to be the best. He's like forcing everybody to go through these insane rituals for like uh you know the boys team like if they aren't doing XYZ then he makes them like sprint around the school like a 100 times and like this crazy shit. And then the girl students he's like oh well, you know your times haven't been so good, so, um, you know, if you want to keep those times up, uh, maybe we should go on a date or something. And it's, like, super fucked up. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and um, they they do a really good job, I think, of kind of talking about 
what would be like extremely taboo to talk about in the U.S. for sure. And uh, in Japan, I mean, a lot of times they just don't face the problems in society. Like that stuff's just not talked about. Yeah, they just ignore it. Ignore it. it. Maybe it'll go away. Right. right. And it's like it, it's it's wild that how how real this game gets with some of that stuff. Um, and I mean, like it's it's just absolutely gorgeous. Um, it's got like the Pokemon like collect all these demons aspect. Uh, you're like fusing different things together, like uh, Monster Rancher style. Um, it's it's got a lot of like really good stuff going for it. Now the game is extremely long, extremely long, and it's got a ton of um, like story content, which is played out by like clicking through an hour's worth of text boxes back to back. So it's definitely got some weaknesses there, and that's why it didn't make it on my list. Um, mm-hmm. I did play quite a bit of Persona. So I mean I definitely love it. I I enjoy I really enjoyed it a lot. But it's it's got its issues. Um but yeah, I mean an extremely good game. If you're into JRPG style, I mean, you know, uh like Pasty said, it's uh like as far as JRPGs go, it's probably one of the best ones maybe forever. Damn. Yeah, that's uh, good. And yeah, he said <laughs> yeah, he said in the chat, um you can literally use Lucifer like the actual devil is an unlockable like creature you can use in combat. <laughs> so God that's pretty damn. that's pretty neato. Yeah. Um I mean yeah. this is one of those games that like obviously it wasn't on my radar because I had poor experiences with, you know, past games. Mm-hmm. They just they, they weren't for me. Uh, people like freaked out over what was it, Persona Four Gold. Um right. no, I I couldn't do it. I didn't I I didn't like it even a little. Um and uh, maybe uh, maybe that was an advantage for me because I hadn't played any of the games and I hadn't even heard of most of them. Yeah, I mean maybe. I I don't know. I, I don't know. It probably was. I, I played a few of them, but I never got into them. Um, like I would play it and then I would almost immediately cast my judgment judgment and be like, mm-hmm. it just I'm not feeling it. I, I don't want to waste. I don't want to invest any more time than I already have into this. Yeah. So, you usually do have to spend like five or six hours to even get to the bulk of the game. Yeah. So I mean, and this looks great to me. The 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 art style and everything mm-hmm. about this game. Um, the idea of collecting and fusing. Um, the only drawback that I can see for this, aside from it being as uh, uh, JRPG as it is, mm-hmm. um, which isn't a huge drawback. Like I'm okay with that. Um, Right. But I think the biggest thing is the idea of knowing how much dialogue I'm going to have to sit through and just click through of just yeah. listening to people babble about stuff. Like That's definitely true. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know. Um, I think this will be a game that I probably pick up down the road and then I'll be like, oh my god, uh, I'm so dumb I didn't pick this game up. <laughs> so That's possible. We'll see what That's happens. Possible. Awesome. Well, uh, that kind of wraps up basically our games of the year uh, with honorable mentions from everyone else inside of... Uh... Oh, wait. We, we, well, I guess yeah, we each, you and I... So we those were the honorable our, mentions from everybody else. From everybody so we else. Have our own. Yeah, we have our own two honorable mentions. Uh, I mean, Personified was one that you already had up there. It just kind of got right. transferred and we put some different uh, uh, words behind it. So that was, that was really mm-hmm. good. Um, but yeah, up Next, I'll, I'll let you go. Okay, yeah. So uh, this one's kind of cheap because technically it came out last year, but Stardew Valley. Um, 
I was a huge uh, fan of Stardew Valley on PC, and this year it came out on uh, first. It came out on consoles, um, Xbox and PS4, and then uh, later in the year we got it on Switch finally. Mm-hmm. Which again, it's a game that is just designed for Switch, and um, I really enjoyed uh, kind of getting back into that game. I started up a new save, obviously, and um, yeah, the the uh, Stardew Valley. Like, if anybody. If you were ever a fan of, um, I don't know, Harvest Moon, if you were ever a fan of that style of game, like it's kind of got a little bit of the feel of Animal Crossing because of how important the, the townsfolk are. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like this this game is absolutely amazing. It is made by one guy. Yeah. It's... So, I mean, uh, you know, so I count it for... It, the reason it's an honorable mention is because it didn't technically come out this year. Right. So... Um, but yeah, absolutely me. amazing. I, I I love it. Another game that I haven't picked up for the Switch yet that I need to um, mm-hmm. is this right here. I, I feel like it was made for the Switch, like like we'd say. Yes. Um, there's like I don't know why you would really buy this anywhere else. Like maybe PC mm-hmm. if there's like something funny like mod wise or something that you can get. Um, mm-hmm. But aside from that, this is really uh, groomed for the Switch. I think. Yeah, PC Possum Man did pop up and say we should have done a remaster of the year category. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I was like, we'll put, it, we'll put a pin in it for next year. So it's going to be Shadow of the Colossus. It, it's probably going to be Shadow of the Colossus. I think next year is going to be a bigger year for remasters, mm. which is insane because this year was already pretty remastery. Yeah, but yeah, uh, definitely Stardew Valley is a good mention. It, uh, I mean, we talked about it a lot this year. Mm. So I mean, obvious reasons on why it would be up here. Right. Cool. Uh, up next for me is just like he said, it's a game that didn't technically come out this year. Um, this is actually slated for 2019, but it's a uh, session. Um, I, this was the reason it's up here uh, is because of how much time I put into this game. Um, right. I put probably more time into this than I put into anything else. It, um, it, it basically takes all the stuff for, um, <laughs> Like, all the stuff that is good about Skate, and mm. it, it makes it more, like, rewarding. You know, you don't have to worry about points. It's all about what you think is cool. It's all about your style and, and how you want to try to go about things. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they're building a really good game. They're, you know, they, they ended up getting their Kickstarter fully funded uh, 200 and, like, was, like, 205% over their asking um so they did they did really good um they now have a pro skater i think they have yeah they have a pro skater uh and five-time x games gold medalist doing the mocap for their vert um Mm -hmm. which is coming in that's going to be really good so not only for me is this um an honorable mention just because of how much i played it and supported it it it, it's it's also an upcoming game right it probably maybe one of my biggest upcoming games um so, and, and we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, I've been talking with them. They said that they've been approached by a few studios even, but I don't think they're going to take the offers. I think they're mm-hmm. going to make an indie game. And then maybe if they do, when they do something else, um, you know, look, like, at, look at publishing, look, look at publishing yeah. through a actual publisher rather than going right. indie. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, like how complicated the, the gameplay is like, 
it, it makes it just so much more rewarding. So, mm-hmm. yeah, good. Uh, de- definitely good stuff. This is definitely something for me. And uh, yeah, hopefully other people, the other people that backed it, enjoyed basically what you know what they're what they're gonna get. So mm-hmm. if you have it, you know, if you guys ever have any interest in seeing more about it or asking more about it, um, I stream this pretty regularly. So feel free to stop by my Twitch channel and I'll I'll fill you in. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's cool. Um, okay, so we're just gonna do a rundown. I don't think we have any uh, video footage for any of these, but no, we don't. Um, you know, away. we've we've between the two of us, we've got quite a few contacts that are in the game industry and people that you know we consider friends, people that we've gone to class with or worked with or you know just are in a you know shared community. Um, right. So yeah, uh, I'll run down a couple, and then you can take a couple, and then I'll pick up the end here, it looks like. Sure. So um, yeah, I've got a couple of friends uh, who are a month or two ahead of me in classes at Full Sail that uh, moved out to Seattle, and they're both working in uh, Microsoft QA, I believe. Nice. Um, so I have a buddy, Nick, who worked on Forza 5, so that's pretty huge. Yeah. Um, uh, my other friend, Dylan, uh, Halo Wars 2, he was a QA. And then uh, he also did some QA work on uh, the release of the Xbox One X console. That's big. So that's huge. Yeah, that's real big. Um, okay, you go ahead and take the next couple. Sure. Um, our good friend Josh Shimkonsky, who uh, we met at a Q&A, actually, mm-hmm. when we were uh, attending college. Um, great guy. It, fantastic situation. Of I thought he was just another dude that was going to full sale. And it turns right. out he makes the Sims games and a ton of Sims content came out this year, including stuff for the PS4. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, without his efforts, I don't think it would have launched, uh, as smooth as it did. So, um, good on him, uh, Josh. And, uh, um, as well, one of our friends, Yan, she worked on, uh, walking dead's March to war, which was a mobile game by disruptor beam. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, then of course was hit disruptor beam was hit by those big layoffs. And, uh, she was, in on that uh, as a, an associate technical artist um but all is well she ended up taking a position at naughty dog working on last of us too mm-hmm. so that's uh huge. very huge um so that's this is what she worked on this year this is what she's working on for next year <laughs> uh fantastic so very good on her and then uh a name that you'll recognize from our uh apocalypse uh, Apocalypse World um, pen and paper game. Uh, mm-hmm. Kyle, he's working on, of course, an upcoming game called Bulletville. Uh, kind of uh, Overwatcher, Overwatchy hero, like open shooter, uh, third person shooter. Um, mm-hmm. That looks uh, like a lot of fun, and uh, you can actually get in on the playtest uh, playtesting of that as well. Um, they have a Discord and more, so you just basically have to ask how to get in on that and you can uh you can be part of it and try it out mm-hmm. and uh finally for me um our one of one of my friends that i had uh college with uh took a job with ea and he worked on fifa 18 um mm-hmm. and uh yeah i mean he did some really good work on the game and it does look good even though fifa is not my jam um man the like the favelas and stuff in that game look fantastic, and that's uh, attributed mm-hmm. to him and uh, the rest of the art team. So, yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, we've got a couple people that we know that that kind of worked on some uh, EA Sports 2018 stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my buddy D, who who worked in the uh, UX lab at Full Sail, uh, he worked on several EA Sports games this year. Doing QA um, or is that what it was? Yeah, I believe he's in QA or possibly um, some kind of project management. I'm not 100% sure. Sure. Um, I know that a lot of the, the people that work at uh, Tiburon get multiple hats to wear. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so so he got to do some of that. Uh, I His uh, his Facebook feed is really interesting because it's always like, oh, here's this like star player of whatever team that stopped by that I got to hang out with a little bit. <laughs> Right. So that's pretty cool. And that's what, I mean, we've said in the past too, like Tiburon would be so ideal if you were into sports. Like, it'd be so cool. Um, it's, it's not my thing, but I can definitely see like a lot of people I know would freak out over some of the people they get to meet. Right. Um, yeah, so uh, a, a guy I know here in uh, the Cleveland area uh, named Max uh, released a game called Crossnick. It's kind of like a, um, you're lining up, uh, you have like an X slider and a Y slider. And you're you're uh, doing like matching elimination style stuff, mm-hmm. so um, that's kind of cool. Like a kind of like mini gamey, a little bit um, like high score chasing. Uh, it's timed and everything. It's kind of high pressure, um, so that's really cool. Uh, he's, looks like he's uh, going to be working on adding some more functionality to that in the future too. Um, my buddy Ronaldo, uh, you know, if you follow the podcast, uh, it was one of my interviewees. Right. Um, Worked with uh, his uh, Samsung-owned studio in Brazil and released the VR title Angust, um, which is very cool. Yeah, uh, I played a little bit of that. I haven't beaten it, but um, definitely an interesting game. It's free, so if you have the uh, Gear VR, you can just go download that. I mean, it's a $100 VR headset, so you can't really beat that. And then, uh, speaking of Ronaldo, uh, the contacts that I got through him to uh, Behold, uh, the Brazilian game studio, Behold Studios, Great. Uh, this year released Galaxy of Pen and Paper, which was kind of their follow-up, uh, sci-fi follow-up to Knights of Pen and Paper. So, really cool game, hilarious, like, nerd references all over the place. Um, so, yeah, we had a ton of, ton of stuff. And, I, you know, there's, for sure, people that were friends with on facebook or we met through school or whatever that really stuff that we can't even think of and we just went through like 10 15 games yeah um so i mean it like there was just so much and they like a lot of our friends did some great you know some great things and some of them didn't do like projects that were game related so Mm -hmm. you know some Mm -hmm. of our friends and that that were you know possibly the most talented went on to do like, um, like off the top of my head, like programming for casinos, uh, you know, stuff like that, you know, things that aren't right. video games. I know somebody who, uh, is working at Disney in, uh, like product outreach or something like that. It's like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's a lot, especially now that they <laughs> own Fox. Holy shit. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I know somebody who, uh, was working in QA at Blizzard, um, that you know didn't really release anything this year but technically every patch that comes out is a release you know right so so uh, actually a lot of the people we mentioned are in qa uh and you know that's not even that's not everything they worked on you know that's just the stuff that came out that has their name in the credits that we know for sure that's been revealed of what it is and everything so um that's really cool yeah cool uh 
and I'm very much looking forward to what uh, these guys and more of our friends uh, mm-hmm. are going to be working on and releasing next year. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Uh, ne- next, we'll move on to uh, the big things coming up for 2018. Uh, we just kind of ran down a list of uh, some of the games that we're interested in, some of the games that we'll be playing uh, or not be playing. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so um, first up is Monster Hunter World took a little bit of a, uh, but yeah, he yeah. we played uh, we played some Monster Hunter World, um, you know, quite a lot, and yeah, it was a, it was a good time, like all like every time that we played, and uh, you know we'll be getting a look at that here in uh, just over a month now. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to track beasts and whatnot. So, um, yeah, Monster Hunter World comes out January 26th. It'll be probably the next big title that I pick up, um, mm-hmm. AAA-wise. So, it, it, we, even on the last, um, even on the one that's going on right now, the, uh, the beta, mm-hmm. getting back into it, we had a good time. Okay. Like, all, like, all three of us, so, or four of us, um, so... Yeah, I, I imagine that'll be uh, that'll be pretty that'll be pretty cool to jump into that with uh, the full game because I mean in the beta they really limit you with you only have 20, 20 minutes to do any one hunt and then the game just ends. Um, mm-hmm. In the real game you have at least an hour to do a hunt um, and more so you have you, you know the, the it doesn't end when the hunt's done. So. You know, you can hunt something, kill it. Okay, now I want to go look for this beast. I know it's out mm-hmm. there somewhere, um, which is really cool. So, yep, one of the big first things to look forward to next year, Monster Hunter World. All right, and uh, a game that I've been mentioning for like a hundred years that I'm still extremely excited for, uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance. Hmm. Looks like it'll finally be coming out. Um, it's anticipated uh, February 13th. God damn! So, um, I've been following. Uh, you know, I, I backed the Kickstarter and everything. I've been following them for a long time. And, uh, you know, they're pushing on to major consoles and everything. I got in for 35 bucks for a, you know, night tier edition, whatever. Right. Uh, this game is releasing for $60. Right. Like, uh, so, you know, it, it's the game has really evolved from, I think, um, Where, kind of what they were. Yeah. You know, they were trying to be fair and honest and realistic on what they could afford to do. And uh, what they thought they were going to get. And the game exceeded all expectations as far as, um, you know, Kickstarter went. And uh, the, as they were developing, they got support from other publishers and stuff that were super interested in the game. And um, it's looking amazing. And uh, there's a lot of articles out there that are like, uh, you know, next year's RPG surprise hit might be Kingdom Come Deliverance. So yeah. um, I'm Definitely super excited to see more of that. Only a couple months left. Um, it's been a long wait. But uh, it's it's definitely looking like it's worth it. I played a like a beta access a while ago on PC, and uh, I've just been trying to avoid it because I want to go into this game as untarnished as possible. Right, right, yeah, and uh, I mean you'll definitely be hearing more of this game on this mm-hmm. podcast. That's for sure. Um, they're releasing this in they're supposed to release this in several parts, correct? I th- believe it's going to be a three three-parter. part three parter, but I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure about that because I haven't heard talk on the story for a long time. Right. So, okay, cool. Yeah, Kingdom Come Deliverance. Uh, 
supposed to be coming out right around Valentine's Day, February 13th. So, mm-hmm. um, really cool combat style of like defending high uh, on the right or left, low on the right or left, or right in the center, you know, just trying mm-hmm. to deflect. Um, man, yeah, I, this game's been a long wait, but it's, yeah, I think it's going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. Cool. <clears throat> uh, next up is, of course, uh, Josie Ferris saying, fuck the Oscars. Uh, <laughs> the VTS, but what it really is, um, is a way out. Um, mm-hmm. it's, uh, oh, man. It, yeah, it's, it's basically Shawshank Redemption, but you get to play it with a bro. Um, what right. you do helps your friend and what your friend's doing helps you. Uh, just one of the craziest things is, you know, if I buy this game, you can just play right along with me without buying it. Uh-huh. that's that's nuts um and it's stuff like that that kind of like progressive thinking of and you know as crazy as he was at the vgas man i mean and he was crazy uh-huh. he just like he, he he believes in what he what, what he's doing he believes right. that people shouldn't have to buy a game twice if they just want to play it with their friend uh-huh. and i mean that that's cool and it looks like it's going to be a great story uh great uh, two-player experience um it'll give people that chance to sit down sit, you know sit down with their friend and play something that's not this fast-paced shooter oh i shoot i die shoot die shoot die you know um right. get to experience a story together and i haven't had something that heavy since like like the game that's coming to mind is Kane and lynch yeah so definitely looking forward to a way out that one's March 23rd. All right. And then uh, about a week later, on uh, anticipated for March 27th, mm-hmm. is Far Cry 5. Um, so it looks it looks pretty good. I think they're going in a an interesting new direction. Um, yeah. Hopefully they're able to... Um, hopefully they're able to pull off what they're doing. I mean, there's definitely like a couple ways I can see this going wrong. But um, I think Ubisoft's really been nailing it lately. So, yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to see the kind of the new features, especially, I mean, right on screen here, that dog companion seems really cool. Um, the environment's great. Uh, I can't wait to have people, like, saying really dumb comments on Twitter. Like, uh, remember when they said, like, oh, great, now Wolfenstein's getting all political. Right. It's like, uh, dude, are you, like, batshit insane? Yeah. So it's like uh, uh Heller. Yeah, have you ever played Wolfenstein before? That. So um yeah, I'm I'm excited to to see more of this game. It, it looks really good. Yeah, um, I know Shannon's super excited for it and this will be a really good game to play uh like by yourself or with some friends drop in, drop out. Yep. And that's yeah, that's awesome. Um They've shown off some great gameplay. I really recommend going to check that out. Um, and, you know, just all the different things that you, that you can use to your advantage, you know, whether it be Animal Companion, uh, Flight, or, um, like, Buddies for Hire. So, mm-hmm. going to be cool. Going to be cool. All right, we also have God of War. Um, we've seen quite a bit from God of War, uh, but... No gameplay, so next to right. release date, we just I just wrote never. Um, 
yeah, I mean, we really can't say too much more about God of War. It, it looks mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, the, to me, it really feels like they took a page out of Naughty Dog's book. Yeah, that's 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 really that's going to be really cool. Um, you know, learning and seeing how things are going to change for Kratos with having you know a small child that he's basically taking around with him. Um, right. And uh, yeah, I mean, definitely that gameplay. Gameplay looks fun. Like the combat. I mean, that's what the game you know is all about. You know, it started mm-hmm. out the game basic. It started out as you know, something like, um, kind of like Devil May Cry-ish, where it's just a beat-em-up with right. a heavy, it's, with, it's, with a story with it, but... Yeah, it's progressed really far. It, yeah, the game's um, come a long way. Yeah. It looks, it looks pretty sick. Looks great. And, of course, the new setting. I mean, mm-hmm. that's gonna be cool. That's always an advantage. Yeah. Alright. Uh, um, another one that... Uh, everybody on Earth is really looking forward to Red Dead Redemption Dose. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's uh you know it's always hard to tell from Rockstar. This we're at the games now where we're the the release date is indetermined. Um, Rockstar is known to really take their time on something, but I mean this is looking absolutely amazing. Now that we have some more details on what it is, I'm like even more excited for it being kind of a prequel story with the whole gang and everything. Right. Um, which I think that was the main rumor, but it's still good to know. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I'm really excited. I mean, the first Red Dead was one of the first uh, Rockstar games I really got into. Um, I prefer their kind of like offshoot stuff to Grand Theft Auto. Right. So um, I'm really excited to get into this one. I'm still I'm still holding out hope for L.A. Noir too, but I yeah, know, I don't know about that one. Or Bully Two would be good. Bully Two would be real good. Um, but you know, this being announced, I think is a great thing. It's gonna be just. It's, it's going to be good to get back to this setting. Mm-hmm. Um, there mm-hmm. was a time when, uh, like, Red Dead Revolver was coming out that there were there was more than one game in this, like, setting. Uh, uh-huh. You know, we had this, we had Gun. Gun. Um, there, was, uh, there was another one where you played as... Uh, there, were, there was one that kind of came out a little bit later, and it was more... I don't know if it was set around the same time, but it was uh, Call of Juarez. There was a Call of Juarez oh, yeah. that was very yeah. similar. Um, but, yeah, I talk about another game that's really uh, come a long way because, mm-hmm. man, Rockstar's come a long way. Um, that's true. It really went from this, um, you know, in, it, it literally went from indie to we're this ridiculous thing to they've moved past being this ridiculous game about you know killing people or beating up hookers to being able mm-hmm. to tell a fantastic story and with their last few games you can really really feel that like grand theft auto 5 uh sure a lot of people play the online mode you should really mm-hmm. take a look at that story mode um because it is a great like the di- like super diverse cast of people that are all just trying to coexist and mm-hmm. make it through their life. It's it's fantastic. So, yeah. um, I, I can't wait to see what this has in store for us. Cool. Ooh, another game I'm super excited for. Right. Um, um, yeah, we have uh, Detroit Becoming Human uh, also. Yeah. Or Become Human. Um, we do not have a release date for that, of course. Um, I don't think there is one, right? Uh, 
not that I know of. Or anything. Uh, but man, if you're not stoked for, but yeah, Detroit become uh, become human. Um, we don't have a release date on that yet, but that stuff that they showed off uh, on what was that? They played it live at PSX um, mm-hmm. this year. Man, that was really cool to see, like an entire group of people deciding, you know, what you should and shouldn't do. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really cool to, you know, have that. Like, you never know what you're going to do. Like, it's like a scenario. Like, you can't come into this game and be like, oh, this is what, you know, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm totally going to, you know, try to play the good guy here. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that those lines are kind of blurred, and they do a really good job of making sure that you don't get a solid foothold on what's, what's right and what's wrong. Because the scenarios right. are always different. Right. And there's, I mean, like, every comment that you make in-game, every every choice that you make could have, like, unintended consequences. And yeah. sometimes to get the right thing across, you have to do something that seems like the wrong thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and the thing that I found funny from that presentation was this, this, um, this android comes in to defuse the situation, and he picks up a gun... <laughs> Mm-hmm. So it has. I have this this idea of every time I go into a scenario, I'm not gonna bring a gun. I'm just gonna find one on scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome game though. Uh, I'm I'm super stoked for it. It. I mean, if you played Heavy Rain, um, or you know any of the other games, you you have an idea of what we're getting here. But mm-hmm. I think the story here is gonna be. Um, Man, Heavy Rain was... It, the story was great, but it was really... It was kind of random a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like... There wasn't an in, like it wasn't an impact. And we're getting... You know, in like this day and age, we're getting closer to having... Um, like... An AI with some sort of... Like... Cognitive thinking of what to do. Definitely mm-hmm. not to this point, but... You know, we're seeing it more and more. So it's it's kind of interesting to see the like technology from the real world, you know, being placed in the game and and talked about. You know, like this is what the future holds. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's got some interesting stuff in it. Definitely. I mean, is. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see more of that. I I've always loved those games. Um, even with I mean, they do have some major flaws, but it's something that I think you can live with. And it's got some really cool, um, I don't know, it asks a lot of really interesting questions. Um, right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, another game coming out that I'm at least looking forward to. Um, uh, Vampire from uh, Focus Home Interactive. Is, that's one of the games they're publishing, right? Yeah, they're fo- publishing this and every other game. They're what saying. So, um, they're publishing, from, uh, I think they're publishing Delta God of War now. That's not true. Probably they own Sony. They own Sony. They they actually bought Disney. Yeah. Uh yeah. So this is like kind of a, you know, my uh like 2004 Austin is super pumped for this game. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm, you know, they gave it a good delay. This was supposed to come out um actually this uh, uh this fall. So it got a good kind of beefy delay. I think is a good idea for it. Um, give it give it a more chance to stand out and also give it some more prep time. Um, but it seems really cool. 
uh, kind of like that middle A tier game, a little bit better than a B tier game, but you know, not quite full triple A. Um, it looks really good. It looks better than I was expecting, actually. Right. Um, I mean, it's definitely not a B game in the sense of mm-hmm. like something like Quality? like like I'd been playing like Technomancer or Elix because I saw eyebrows move. Um, mm. So it's, right. you know, it's it's one of those things. But yeah, I mean, I think this game could be really cool. What, they have another mm-hmm. game that's supposed to be coming up too, right? Call of Cthulhu. Uh, yeah, there's a Call of Cthulhu game. I don't think we know the title of it or anything. They haven't talked um, about it too much, but I think that'll be the next yeah, that one's big thing after in the future, this. Probably. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, coming out of that publishing house. Mm. So, definitely. That's a good one to look forward to. Another one that you're you're stoked for. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be a good year for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's uh, Metro Exodus coming up. Um, the Metro game's like... I. Th- well, I don't know. I think my main issue with the Metro games was that they were so um, railroady. Mm-hmm. Uh, there wasn't really a lot going on, and you were like, "Okay, you're right here. Walk forward in a straight line. Have fun." And um, it was they might as well uh, just put you in a minecart and right. let you turn around and shoot. In fact, that there's some sequences where they do. do there that. were some sequences, um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, this one's looking a lot. I mean, they open it up a lot more. Um, there's more of an emphasis on kind of playing your own way instead of the way that they decided you were going to win the game. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm really excited for Exodus. Uh, they're getting a chance to really play with the, uh, you know, post-apocalyptic world here. Yeah. uh, In a way that they haven't really done a lot of in the past. Yeah, you haven't really got a chance to get up out of the bunker too, too much. Not, Not too much, yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's cool. Um, this is... And this is not their own thing. This is still following the line of books, right? Um, I believe this is off on its own tangent at this oh, point. Okay. Uh, there was cool. a so the original book was twenty thirty three. There was a twenty thirty four that Last Light was loosely based on, and then there was a twenty thirty five. I think that is no relation oh, okay. to the games. Um, and I don't know that all of those have been translated in English yet, even. But uh, yeah, it's um, I mean. Even the first game doesn't quite follow the book perfectly. Um, right. But yeah, there's some really cool stuff uh, in these games that they're, you know, they they basically are like, okay, certain things work in books that don't work as games. So we're going to go ahead and change those so they work as a game, you know? Right. Which I think is a good call. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, it's it's, it's it's probably going to be like my sleeper hit. Like if I like it, I'm really going to like it. If I don't like it, it's going to be kind of where the Metro games are, where it's like, I really appreciate them, but it's just not my thing, you know? Right. So it'll be somewhere in between those two. <laughs> For sure. Cool. One of the other big games of next year, um, is Anthem. Um, uh, man, I don't know this. It's worrying. It's worrying. Um, and I, it, I don't know if I'm going to get into Anthem at all, Hmm. just because of what, like, I I don't think this is going to be a day one pickup for me, Mm -hmm. just because of how, how things went down, um, with, I mean, it, it, what this reminds me of more than anything is, Mm. uh, is Destiny. I feel like this is their answer to Destiny. Right. Um, and I don't like that at all. No. 
so that that's what that's one of the big things. Um, I feel like you know they went kind of they they, they pretty much went good guy on battle uh, Battlefront too. Um, after mm. the whole let's try to put loot boxes in, and I'm not a hundred percent sure we won't see that again with this game. Right. So, uh, you know, time will tell. I shouldn't assume, um, but I think this will be if. This will be a wait-and-see game. It won't be a, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to buy it and be ready to go with it and play. Um, I mean, I would argue that it's going to be better than Destiny 2, but that's because well, Sudoku is better than Destiny 2. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree. <laughs> I think I think it will be. Um, but I don't... But, yeah, it seems really hairy. Like, again, this is one where, like, I, I almost can't see it hitting for me. Like, it would have to... It would have to be such a perfect like made for me game for me to enjoy it that i just don't think that that's a mass market you know what i mean yeah it's Um, like everyone plays as iron man slash war machine right and um like i'm really into the vibe the world looks kind of i don't know the the like civilization looks really bland but the world looks cool right so i'm not sure where i'm gonna land on that but again it's like I think this is going to be a Destiny situation for me, Destiny 1, where it's like, okay, well, this game's really cool if you play it with friends. You can do some grinding on your own or whatever. But then the minute that you try to play it either by yourself or if you're not just doing whatever the new thing is, the game just sucks. Right. And it's like... And there's already... I mean, this is their reveal. This is like running at optimal, like, high-end PC shit. This is as good as already some. There's already some major issues. Yeah. Like, there's some things that are... That, I see that I, I'm just not a fan of. It's like, you know, I don't know how much better it's going to get from here. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's, it's something that I'm really we'll into. See. Like, yeah, it's a it's a we'll see. Like, I'm definitely not going to write it off, but I'm I'm highly skeptical about it. See, I mean, there's and so I wish many Bioware questions. could just, yeah, you know, I wish Bioware could just make their fucking Bioware games. Like, yeah, I mean, they, the- they've been tasked with like. Here, make shit that you guys suck at. It's like so, and then people are shocked when Mass Effect Andromeda comes out and it sucks. They had to put it out a year sooner than they should have, probably. They had to completely remake the game three times, and with a huge emphasis on the multiplayer. Which, to be fair, this is a studio that did the multiplayer in the past, but it didn't have to exist then. Yeah, that <laughs> like is it certainly not, doesn't have to exist now. That is not something that we need. I mean, yeah. so I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm saying, I'm highly skeptical. Um, I'll yeah. probably buy it just to support them, but like, yeah, I mean, I the man, if if they can show me, I, I think I, my mind would be changed. Um, if they can show me that they that it's not like I look at this and all I see is destiny, yes. and I'm looking at the you know we're watching a video right now. It's the only video, the Anthem official gameplay reveal. Um, right. And, uh, and, and, I mean, I don't see a map. I don't see any way of knowing how to navigate. Mm. Um, and we just watched the player jump off of a tower that was incredibly high. It's uh, effectively, if you're looking, if you've played Destiny and you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. jumping off the tower Similar to the ground, ground below and being right. able to run around. This is wide open. If they can prove mm-hmm. to me that this game is like this, that we'll get this, and it's mm-hmm. not 
like okay Isn't if it, I like highly fucking scripted. Yeah, if, if if I run to the left, you know, four hundred yards, I, I won't run into just a wall and I can't go any further. I have to walk down uh-huh. this path. If they can show me that, um, that might change my mind because you know that that's that it that changes it. If it's open world, that changes things a bit. Destiny mm-hmm. had it had that like pseudo open world. It had like point A to point B. Right. And, you know, whatever, not a not a problem, but I mean when it's coupled with tons of other bad mm-hmm. decisions. So you know, definitely. Keep an eye on Anthem. Um yeah. we will definitely be talking about Anthem as we you know, move forward and learn. As we it. hear more, right. Cool. Um, um, up next, we do have uh, a pretty big Sony exclusive. Uh, yes. Marvel's Spider-Man by the guys at Insomniac. Um, yes, Spider-Man's looking really good. Uh, it's looking so good. Um, you know, we finally got a look at some of the like gameplay on what that's like. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and more. Um, you know, we're giving, you know, we're revealing more about Story. who some of these people um are who the villains are, where the old villains are, and uh, man, I mean, you you have to be excited. It's looking about good, it. yeah, it's looking really good. Um, yeah, I'm excited to play. Um, I haven't really, I haven't played any Spider-Man games since Spider-Man Two on the PS2. Okay. Um, I'm not again like I mean anybody who you know listens to the podcast or just talks to me personally about it. I'm not a huge like marvel or dc superhero fan uh-huh. so um you know like i saw the new the spider-man homecoming was all right i wasn't a huge fan um so like this game is like uniquely interesting to me um it's it's not it's not really following super close to the the new movie series or anything so that's good uh, yeah i it's don't doing think its, it's thing, really like, following at all right and it's like you know we have our own spider-man universe to play around in and that's what we're gonna do yeah that's probably and, uh, a good I'm thing they've tried several that. things they've tried right. tying it into the mcguire movies and they tried tying it mm. into the uh, garfield movies and then um and and while they had their hits you know with spider-man 2 they did decent with the first amazing spider-man it was okay um i feel like they've had the majority of their success with things that aren't currently happening in movie or following, you know, like, I, like my favorite was the Ultimate Spider-Man. You know, I've said that quite a bit, um, and that was just kind of its. I mean, it it kind of stuck to a comic book scenario, but it really, you know, it, it took some, like, had some freedoms. You know, it, it. I mean, you could run into, like, Johnny Storm. You can race against him if you wanted. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, there, there was there was some different things in there, and I think that's what makes the superhero genre in video games so um, so good. And when you remove that just by like tying it down to a movie, I mean, you kind of kind of fuck yourself a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. Um, and then, of course, up next. The Last of Us Two. I mean, every everybody. This is the yeah. This is the game of games that everyone is like. When this comes out, yeah. people are going to be like, "Well, now what do I look forward to?" Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, there's not a ton to say on this because it's like, you know, we're getting another Last of Us. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, that's really all that needs to be said. Um, it's looking really interesting. Uh, you know, there's that um, cast and crew uh, interview going around from PSX. Yep. Some cool stuff there. Um, we still don't know a lot about it, which is a good call. It seems like they're going with an entirely different story in a lot of ways, which is a good call. Yeah, they've um, shown us, what, two trailers, one starring... Well, one has Joel and Ellie to mm-hmm. some capacity. And the second one is just people we've never seen before. Right, which is an extremely good call. Yeah, I think that was the way they should have went, just right out of the old gate. Is like, mm-hmm. okay, their story is told. And, and if they wanted to, maybe have your character run into Ellie or something. That could have been cool. Um, like right. a cameo. But... Yeah, we'll see. We'll, yeah, we'll, see we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I think... I think no matter how you look at it, I mean, it's going to be good. Mm. Um, yeah, God. If you want, if you want to have, if you want to have fun and drive yourself crazy at the same time, go follow, yep. uh, uh, Neil Druckmann on Twitter. Um, he posts <laughs> all sorts of shit about the game. He'll post like pictures of, uh, mocap uh, sessions and, and more. So, um, that's fun. It's a good time. <laughs> uh, and if we have anything more, um, you know, we'll let you know. I can't believe Grim just said that. Yeah, Grim's, I think, banned. Jesus Christ. He never played the first Last of Us, being one of the best games. Well, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. He doesn't pay attention to stories and games. Uh, that's a problem. He skips it. What the? Why are you playing Alex? Yeah, that's a good question. Putting him on blast right now. God damn it, Grim! Look what you made us um, do. Yeah, and then the uh, we got we have the last two games here are games that are almost definitely not coming out next year. Yeah. Um, but stuff that uh, were extremely these are kind of like long shot games, like they could be so extremely good. Uh, firstly, Kingdom Hearts three. Mm-hmm. They've released a lot of really cool uh, footage and like really interesting stuff for that. Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited for Kingdom Hearts. Uh, it's going to be getting a wider audience. It's releasing on pretty much every system. It'll probably be out on Switch. I think one of um, one of the big things that kind of pulls me... like It, it doesn't pull me away, but it bums me out. Is, mm. is how away from the original story that we're getting. Yeah. Like... Very extremely far. We're so far away. I don't even know what's happening. I, I can't even look at this. And it's not... I don't know what's happening in a good way. It's, I don't know what's happening, and why do I care about this still? Um, man, like, the best thing about the original games was going into these worlds that we already know. And being able to explore and pull on fucking Jack Skellington into your team. To pull on, mm-hmm. um, you know, Hercules, or, you know, whoever. And then they show us shit like Toy Story, and I'm like, that's awesome. And then we mm-hmm. see stuff that's like... He pulls out this keyblade and it turns into a mecha like like fucking blaster cannon. cannon. What yeah. in the hell? Like <laughs> that's not epic. That's not it. It leaves me questioning more than anything. Like why do my that right there when he pulled out the keyblade and the keyblade was mm. Toy Story wise. That's what I want. Watching this. Watching this. You know them fight on Andy's bedroom floor. Yes. That's what against like evil toys. Right. Yeah. It's like this trailer had a really good spot at like at the end. Mm. But that beginning piece 
I, I, I don't want that. I don't know. I don't know why. I just, I'm not interested. Yeah, it's like, it, it's a notoriously, like, weird story. Um, it's really hard to follow. Very Japanese in that regard. Right. Um, it, it's, it, it, there's, a, there's a lot of things where you see it and you're like, okay, it's like, this is exactly what I'm here for. I want this Toy Story shit going on. I want this T-Rex to like, slap my ass. Uh-huh. And then, like, and then you turn around and it's like, at the same time, it seems like they aren't sure what their product is and who their market is. Yeah, and when it's, it's like, really cut and dry. Like... Yeah, it seems obvious. It's so obvious. Like, just make literally the movies that you have, the properties that you own, put you them in your game with a little yeah. Final Fantasy twist. That's the exactly. game. Like, so, I don't um, know. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to see... Uh, I mean, I'm buying it regardless of what happens here. I mean, yeah, I'll probably buy it. I'm not. It could it's be. Just, it, they could transform it into a, another Cars game, and I would buy it. Yeah, yeah. I just, but, I, I don't know. I, I feared that I'm going to pick it up and be excited, and then uh, just mm. so let down because it's not what it, not not what it presented originally. And I, I understand, you know, things have to evolve and and all this stuff, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of it kind of feels like losing something that you enjoyed a lot, you know. Right. So. And it's been so long that, in a lot of ways, their audience has transformed. Yeah. Um, well, they've grown up. Like for it's sure. kind of. Yeah, it's kind of the Pokemon issue, I think. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so you know, I'll be I'll be uh, definitely keeping tabs on that in the future, and then. Uh, huh? So I guess, lastly, the ultimate, like, give this to me now, I'll die forever and happy. Right. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Mm. 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 Um, yeah, so we, we still haven't really heard a lot other than that. Almost future, nothing. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, CD Projekt doesn't really fuck around. Uh, yeah. Um, they're just like, okay, here's our game. And, okay, here's the game. Do you like it? Okay, here's more of that. Do you like that? Okay, here's another version. <laughs> oh my god, it's um, so so good looking. Yes, I just it it blows me away that they released this. What was this last year? Twenty fourteen, fifteen, right around there. 15? Like I know it was like more than a, a more than a year ago. Like well, more than a year ago. A couple years ago, and it might have been thirteen. Well, here, let me let me see here. I know for sure that this uh, was published was by Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven in twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen January. Jesus. And we're still just looking at this. They they I mean they did exactly what they said. They said mm-hmm. this is what we're working on. We're not going to talk this about this until twenty eighteen. Yep. And <laughs> it's like shit, man. That's amazing. That's a that's a tough pill to swallow because. Yep. The, the setting, Cyberpunk is, Cyberpunk's my jam. I'm a big fan. I, I love, yep. I, I love the, uh, the style for sure. Like I, when I need art inspiration, that's what I look at. And then they give me this and I'm just like, that is. That's it. That's, that's Cyberpunk it. Nailed it. That's fully it. And then you see this chick, like she has, she has this, her forearms are extended and she has this like prey mantis blades just dripping with blood. Mm-hmm. She was just shot in the face and the bullet just exploded and ricocheted off her. Yep. Good God. And she's a hard bitch. Th- this is, 
Okay, so, you know, taking it back, like, I don't think enough people know about Cyberpunk 2077. They mm. definitely don't know where it comes from. I can, I mm. definitely know that, but more so, they don't even know that the game really exists. Um, because those people that are like, well, what do I look forward to after Last of Us 2? This is what you look forward to after Last of Us 2. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, sure. it's the same deal with, with Witcher. You know, people yeah. know what knew what the Witcher was, and they knew that Witcher Three was coming, but they had no idea what what they were getting. What was into. in store? Yeah, exactly. And then they dropped the fattest dick of all time on the table. Yeah, possibly the greatest <laughs> uh, RPG. Like, I mean, honestly, like one of the uh, like it won Game of the Year when it wasn't a game that year. Right, exactly. <laughs> Uh, That's how that you do that. Something to like. Maybe next year we can, if we have like a slow news week, we can talk about like some of the best, the biggest games of all time. Like, Witcher honestly is one of the best games I've ever played. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I mean it, it's, it's it's so big, it's overwhelming, and yeah, it really is. Oh man, it's like, it was the one game that took um, CD Projekt Red. You know, they did the original Witcher. It was like a Baldur's Gate style isometric RPG, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, with only a single character instead of a multiple-player party. Um, then that went up to... Witcher 2 was like kind of like a standard on-rails sort of action game. Um, RPG elements. You know, it had some issues. It didn't play super well. And then, uh, like, Witcher 3 was like, oh, this is like the RPG. Yeah, they like, figured it out. They moved from... To this. Yeah, they yeah. moved from this to this bigger thing that was good but still flawed... To this bigger thing that has so few flaws, you can't even really point them out. Mm. To, like, I mean, even the characters that are in, like, like, that you're going up against, I still feel that they're super villainous. Like, the Witches of the Wild. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they were called. Like, the three witches in the bog, right? Uh, yeah. The Swamp Witches? Yep. Witches of the, uh, yeah. Is that what they I don't were know, called? it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a little bit, but... I mean, I, I still will never forget what they look like. Yep. Fucked, fucked up, and holy shit. Yeah. Are their names. And if they can bring that to this, which I know yes. this is what they're actively working on right now. Because mm-hmm. I've applied the to their... They're working on I've applied to their studio probably ten times. Yep. And they send a message back that's like, keep trying, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Good fucking luck. Um, <laughs> and, man. Yeah. It's it. Look it up. Look up the Cyberpunk 2077 teaser trailer if you haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, Grim over here said, "Damn, she hot, giggity." He said, "Giddy," yep. and then giddy, gi- giddy, 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 giddy. That's giddy. pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's. I mean, th- those are the games that we're most looking forward to. Um, we have just a little bit of news for the week. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, like, first off, uh, I mean, you know, people don't have to be told that there's sales going on for winter. Um, the Steam winter sale is going, like, full bore after my wallet right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also the PlayStation holiday sale going on. Uh, Xbox has some sales going too. on. Yep. Yeah. Uh, GOG, Humble Store, you know. Yeah, basically, like, if you type in the name of any type of thing that you're interested in or a retailer, they're probably selling it. Right. On a discount. <laughs> So just you know, keep an eye out for that. Um, there's a, now's a really good time to buy Civ Six if you don't have it already. I already, I know, I mentioned that earlier. Uh, so that'd be a good one. This Elder Scrolls franchises, Dying Lights got discounts. 
Yeah, I mean, um, right now, if you're uh, on, on the PC side of things and you're interested, the Humble Store has um, uh, an Indie Mega Week going on right now. 15% off Cuphead, mm-hmm. 25% off Hellblade. Um, yeah. You know, some of the bigger games of this year. Stardew Valley, uh, down under $10. Hmm. Yeah. I mean... There's a lot of really good deals going on. Gang Beast is even up there already with a yep. decent sale down to, uh, like, 16 bucks. Hmm. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Anything specific that you wanted to uh, point out for the, uh, in the sales? sales? Yeah, not particularly. I mean, other than uh, Civ. Other than Civ. Um, yeah, there's some good stuff in there. Definitely check it out for sure. It's like 300 pages to scroll through, but it's worth it. Um, all right. So uh, I guess. Actually, really getting into news, um, that bizarre ass Catherine or uh, the bizarre ass Atlas game Catherine is getting re-released. And uh, we knew it was happening in Japan because you know why not? Yeah. And uh, now it's also coming to uh, you know uh, English and um, I guess the West. No, no, yeah, say. like North America. Yep, North America, Europe. Um, so it was a 2011. Uh, the original Catherine was a 2011 puzzle relationship simulating game. <laughs> Yep, that's what it was. Uh, <laughs> and, I uh, think they're just going full bore on. Uh, they're actually adding new content. Um, it has that's a whole new like. So the the original game was a love triangle. Yeah. Between your like douchey character and two Catherines, Catherine with a C and Catherine with a K. The uh, the there's, what the brunette and the blonde. Uh, yeah, I believe so. I, yeah, it was brunette uh, and. Uh, with glasses and blonde without, I think. Right. There's a new character that they're going to add named Rin, who's like the traditional like pink haired, like creepy uh schoolgirl bitch. Yep. Um sorry. And uh yeah, so it's it's coming out on uh, PS4 and Vita in Japan. People are hoping for a Switch release, which is entirely possible because Atlas has been all over the Switch. Yep. Um I guess yeah, it depends so, like, on what they're doing with Sony. Like how yeah how, how yeah. deep that relationship if there's a goes. if there's like a deal or something, but um the dude runs no, around in a Cubert style puzzle, uh yeah. carrying a pillow, and if you don't know yeah. what Cubert is, it's literally like three D cubes that he would jump yeah. up onto, like jump from cube to cube, lighting them up, um hmm. and that that that's kind of how the puzzle runs through the dude. I remember the collector's edition came with a think a pillowcase. And yeah. uh, a pair of boxers that had that, uh, a, a little case that you can fuck. Li- by the way, little hearts on it. Yeah. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> uh huh. It's Japanese. It's as way shit. too much. Way too Japanese for me. <laughs> yes. But uh, um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely see the market for this. People uh, <laughs> really liked the game, and it, I mean, even if you're not into that relationship sim, it's still probably a hilarious game to play through. Yes, and it, it's not the even puzzle's that. actually really good, right? Like it's it's a super interesting game. Um, <laughs> you're kind of like confronting like former boyfriends in this like hell realm and shit. It's it's very good. It's 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 good. It's kind of like the Japanese answer to Scott Pilgrim. Essentially, it's Japanese Scott Pilgrim. You know, way pervier. Uh, kind of like generally less interesting, <laughs> <laughs> but like he's got way more weird visual shit going on. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's fairly standard. Yeah, that wraps it up. It's good, though. And I, I, it's really interesting that there's a... Uh, 
you know, that's been a thing lately with these remakes or uh, remasters getting like all new content. It's really like interesting. Because mm-hmm. um, that just didn't really happen in the past. Yeah, it's kind so, of the first um, time that stuff like that's coming around. Yeah, pretty exciting. For sure. Cool. Uh, just one thing I wanted to talk about real quick. Um, I did a pretty big Let's Play of Friday the 13th Virtual Cabin, which is basically a walkthrough of everything that the game has to offer. Um, you can mm-hmm. look at literally every Jason model uh, coming from uh, every single movie. So starting with one when he was a, like a creepy little drowned boy that jumped out of the water to you know the baghead from part two to donning the mask in part three. Um, That's cool. All the way up to uh, the newest um, thing that they had done, which was uh, t- the Tom Savini for the game uh, did a Hell Jason. Um, and then there's a huge spoiler on what they're bringing to the game, um, which is something that people didn't know that they had the rights to, I don't think. Um, Interesting. So, super cool. Uh, and figuring this out was a community effort. It was a lot like going through um, like PT when everyone was trying to solve how things work oh, yeah. with that. Like- talking to the controller and shit yeah and you know it's like oh you know maybe we should try this and i mean there was a community of people over on the friday the 13th forums where it was like okay here's the thread for this let's all talk about it and figure this out and uh you know we ended up figuring it out and then uh after everything was said and done i went back and i played it again doing a let's play so everyone can see how it's done since it's a bit complicated and then i did a write-up for their forums um, mm-hmm. which goes through exactly how to make things happen. So, like, basically a quick look onto um, how things were happening, and then mm-hmm. and not only how, but why. Why was um, this puzzle answer? you know, why was the answer to this puzzle this? Oh, it was because it came from this movie, and this was what was happening in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a lot of fun to write up if you guys get the chance to uh, play through it. Um yeah, definitely give this a look to make sure you didn't miss anything because I actually spent a decent amount of time on it. It was, it was pretty fun. Wow. Um, hmm. But yeah, well, uh, you know, as that continues, they're going to continue to update it. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, if there is more, maybe I'll do like, uh, I'll start like a little playlist of here's part, you know, you know, Virtual Cabin Part 3. Mm-hmm. solitary version of part three okay so that's pretty cool cool all right um yeah we've also uh so real quickly um one of my top games for the year total warhammer 2 uh has had its first dlc announced uh the dlc races for these are, are pretty awesome um and usually it's stuff that's like fan favorites from the miniatures games so on this one, uh, we're looking at the Rise of the Tomb Kings, which are like a sort of um, Egyptian, like ancient Egyptian themed race. Uh, they're like desert dwellers. They have like spooky, like ghostly uh, skeleton like gods. Yeah. Uh, that that you fight with uh, some Anubis type dudes running around. There's like some big crazy uh, Sphinx like war engines. Uh, some really cool shit in the. As always, the trailers are, like, super uh, uh, atmospheric and environmental and uh, really good. Yeah, they have a great polish to them. Um, Yeah. You know, a good way to pull you into the lore. 
about what's going on. And that's what I really like about these games. You know, you play the mm-hmm. game, and the game is all action. I mean, right. that, you know, you're, you're doing the action of, like, what you would do in the war. Um, mm-hmm. But then you watch the side stuff. You, watch, you know, like, you watch the videos or whatever, like, you know, like we're watching now on the live stream. Um, mm. Man... It, it it pulls you it pulls you in it makes you want to play it it's like watching like it's like watching it's like that Overwatch. yeah it, it's yeah um, it's a lot like Overwatch um, yeah. how they give you all of that extra content about what you're doing and why uh, and why the character is the way they are you know uh-huh. really cool yes and it's like uh, that idea of like the evil ancient Egypt um, kind of undead sort of armada is like super interesting yeah um, definitely it's a good addition to this to this uh fantasy world <clears throat> all right and then the uh the final little bit of news like i said there's really not a lot um one of my other favorite games on both strategy games um civ 6 actually is releasing uh has released on ipad there you go um so i've I have not really heard uh, a lot of reviews. Um, it's uh, it's going to be a full price. It's going to be a sixty dollars game uh, during launch week. It's twenty nine ninety nine, but I'm not. I think that launch week might be over already. Uh, specifically, only works on iPad, and you have to have iOS eleven to run it. So iPad Pro, iPad Air two, or any twenty seventeen iPad. And um, this thing is coming out for sixty dollars on iPad. Exactly. Exactly. What it's a the thick fuck? bitch. I mean, it's the full game. It's not like Civilization Revolution. You know what I mean? Man, that um, I don't know. Still on i uh, on iOS. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. What do you lose like, by putting it on iOS? You That's have the to, question. Like, like the graphical quality immediately. Well, I don't know. I mean, Civ is not necessarily very good graphics. If they just if they don't let you zoom in, then it might be fine. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Um, if they keep you on a high level, especially if they do, they had some like artistic. Uh, f- kind of filters you could put in the game uh, with shaders. Wait. Um, and then there's scenario packs. It's go. not the full thing. You don't get the full game. Oh no, it's sixty dollars just for the game. Oh you my gotta, god. You gotta buy all the rest of the DLC just like you do on the PC. Wow. But this is a good look at the future because it isn't. I mean, we were joking about. Um, I think before we started recording that Skyrim was gonna be coming to mobile phones. Well, first like, it was the little thing that came with Pokemon. Uh, gold oh, and right, silver. Right. <laughs> the, the go watch thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, the tracker. I mean, you know, honestly, we're not far from uh, mobile devices being essentially. I mean, it's not far that they'll be as good as consoles, and it's not much further after that that they'll be essentially up to date as far as, um, you know, uh, PCs. I mean, it, that stuff's all kind of coming to a head. And, right. you know, if. If this game works as, you know, a, a you know essentially a full release, it should be full price. Yeah. I, now, maybe the price is something that has to be looked at. Like, maybe the $60 price point is not going to work anymore. Maybe that has to be addressed. Um, maybe payment structures need to be looked at. Well, the thing that just bothers me is, like, I understand that it's a full game, but... Mm. I don't know. I just well, it, I mean, it's not I'm not accustomed to paying. I wouldn't I don't right, think I would pay exactly. $30 for this. You see that's the issue is that 
um, they're putting it on a platform that people traditionally pay five dollars. I I do not have to spend money on this, or my money is so negligible that it, it's like a dollar. It's five bucks. It's I mean, for a really insanely good game, maybe ten bucks. Yeah, like so I like, like I mean, I've I've paid this ten is a bucks. Full game. I've paid ten bucks on the App Store before for something. But well, it is kind of interesting that I think the full six value of the of the uh, game on Steam is only fifty. So that's kind of weird. But I mean. Other than that, there's no reason why they should charge any less. It depends on, did they take anything out of the game? If not, it should be sixty bucks. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. If they didn't take anything out, it just usually we're fully hard to believe. We're fully accustomed to getting a game, a and then version. you, they're like, oh, there's this thing that you can get on your phone, and it's this piece yeah. of garbage that you're just pissed off that you have exactly. now on your phone. Exactly. <laughs> and like, I, I don't know. I control. I don't know how the control on screen would work mm. it just yes that bothers yeah, me a lot like i get i do misclicks on the fucking pc version like, right can you imagine fat fingering and like completely tanking your strategy or whatever like yeah it would suck. just yeah and then so yeah I, I mean i have to see it in action before i cast final judgment but i can i mean this might be a new wave of like these games can be released on any platform and i'm going to charge you the same across the board well we're looking right now um yeah, we're we're looking right now on uh on the stream uh at iTunes. We're looking at itunes.apple.com. Their customer reviews of this game, looking at it for $60, its reviews uh are sitting at Pretty low. Are sitting at 2.5 out of 5 and 3 out of 5. Um huh. that's for current version is 2.5. Uh all versions is 3. Uh, but the only worse. two customer reviews I see are one stars. Um, one titled Frustration. I've had I've been a fan of Civ for years and had nothing but problems with this version. The other one is Ugly SJW Influence. Unplayable. Ugly. Clearly trying to appear to the SJW, SJWs. I want a refund. Uh, I don't know how that, that works. Seems fake. I, I don't know how that one works. But is he mad that there's a black character in history? <laughs> he is. Uh. How how would the mobile version be uniquely appealing um, when I, the regular? I think he was talking about. I think he was talking about the new Star Wars movie. He just did. The, he put the review in the wrong spot. Oh, he might have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole! It's always that's always who it is. If somebody has SJW in the title, they're automatically an idiot. There is <laughs> asshole. There's, there's fair. There's fair things to be pointed out. Like okay, the Ghostbusters movie with all female cast. Did it do as well as the other movies? Uh, you'd be fucking high if you thought it did. Yeah. But, like... And then they tried to save criticisms. it. They tried to save it with Hemsworth as the reception. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Just let it die. Oh, okay. But, uh, you know, there's like, there's fair criticisms, and then when you say, oh, it's SJW, that automatically means you that you don't have an argument and that you just aren't sure what you're talking about. So, I mean, that's disappointing. Yeah. But, oh, well, uh, I mean, know, it's like, I, I, I have to see... I have to see this shit playing on iPad before I take a dump on it. Yeah, I, I, I just uh, so it should at least be fifty because the PC version is fifty. It can't be better. No, it's not possible. I, I'm thinking. So, I'm thinking. I mean, the quality has to drop somewhere. Something has to give. Right. I don't know. I just I know that there's going to be like first of all the control problem that I mentioned will be like I'll probably almost game breaking. I mean, the whole point of this game is to be strategic, and if you can't strategically tell your people where to go, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, 
and it, you know i can i can see it working is i guess that's my my main argument is that i can see it playing over i just uh mm-hmm. i have to witness it personally you know yeah maybe we'll get a look at it or something here and how could i mean like they really need to put out a demo maybe like a oh it says 60 turn demo that's the way to do it because i have to see that shit planned oh they do have a demo on it it says in the article they do i don't know if i don't know how you would find that on the uh store but oh i don't i'm very unfamiliar with apple stuff in general I don't know. This isn't loading up. Apparently, there's a demo. Doesn't like it. I don't have my iPad. Uh, yeah, it hates you going on on PC. <laughs> it's just Game Informer themselves, I guess. They're just like, nope, you can't load that. There it goes. Um, That's this is their review. Let's just cut to the chase. Um, That's the PC review. Oh, is the PC review? Why the fuck would they put yeah. the review? What? Like they're linking to the the review of the original game. That's that's not right. They don't have a review of the iOS version in there. Oh, it is. Yeah. Bam! Books a million. Soon to be out of business. Sorry. You tried. I went to a Books a Million the other day. If you remember <laughs> them being kind of like shit tier before, they've just gone downhill. Yeah. It's That's a lot of bad. brick and mortar stores. Bam! Now you don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> cool. But that, that is all we have for this week. Um, as always, if you guys get the chance, head on over to facebook.com backslash mammothgamesinc. Check all the top news of video game stuff. We appreciate all the likes, comments, and shares over there. As well, follow us on Twitter at mammothgamesinc. So you know when we go live and do stuff like this. Um, I'm pretty sure we'll be doing... We'll be on schedule for our next week's podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, podcast 32 uh, should record in between the 29th and 31st. Um, I imagine they'll probably be like the 29th, like on Friday or Saturday. Um, so, uh, yeah, stick, uh, you know, of course, come back, join us for that. Thanks to everyone who hung out in the chat this week. Um, good times. It was good times going over 2017 uh, interview. And, um, yeah, until next time, guys, I'm Nightswarm. And I'm Pildergord. Have a good one.